Once in a fortnight. episode 14 we did it we did it um follow us online you know where to find us twitter facebook instagram at pilsner podcast if you're interested we have stickers so reach out to us reach out to us on there rather um if you want some we'll just mail you some or if i know you i'll give you some and put them in cool places take pictures send them to us um yeah, we have a cool episode tonight. Andy Jacoby is back. He's always a fun time, so enjoy it. We did it. Who likes to masturbate? He masturbated twice a day. How many times you masturbate a day? Uh, twice. Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe Diffie. They've fully exposed themselves. Rusty cunts? Let's go suck some toes. Joe! Joe! Joe Diffie! You already had a plan. I made a playlist. Ooh. Look at the producer getting fancy. Did you take a drink already? I did. I did too. Can't wait. Hello, everybody. Episode 14. We did it. 1-4. It is 14, right? Yeah. We're the, this is the Stefan Diggs episode. Nice. Diggs out for episode That's 14. Right. Cool. Um, let's get right into it. Um, we're starting off with beer from now on, so we don't drink anything else before we do the beer sample, right? Right. We don't want to, like... Okay, and we have we, something poured. Let's we don't want to like poison our palates before we get into our proper sampling. I think that's more fair. And like I said before, I'm not going to give my full rating until the beer is completely gone. Because yeah, that say. porter, I would have ranked a five had I had known. <laughs> like, my rating of, of it went up through the night, too. Yeah. Hey, we got Andy back tonight. What up, what up? Yay. Fan favorites. We're going to get that Jacoby bump again this week. <laughs> Did it exist last time? Uh, Yeah. Nice. I think so. We were in the one teens. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to our listeners. Last week was our most listened to uh, episode within the first week. Initially, yeah. It yeah. took off like wildfire. It did. So if you like this show, tell someone. Oh, and we are in Google Play Store now, so I think that's even easier for Android people. Finally. Awesome. I don't know. I don't have a droid. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. I don't either. <laughs> I have noticed like on my... Trying to make it easier for poor people to find this when I'm running show. When I'm running the Facebook page, I do <laughs> notice that the days that I do the, the, the droid link are the days we get the biggest hit, so... 
Apparently, there's a lot of droid users out there that are fans. Windows phone people, fuck you. And Facebook. <laughs> what about the Google Pixel? No. Oh, fuck yeah. them, too? That's Android. Is it? Wow, well, it's Google. Yeah. yeah, it's Android, but it's like... Why does your mic sound so much hotter than ours? It's so much better. Hot. I don't know. Got a hot mic. It's Android, but it's still like... It's sick. It's not it's Samsung. Sick. It's, it's like not, their flagship It's not Windows. Phone. Yeah, it's the Google phone. Google actually made the hardware, not just the Android. Yeah, it's sweet. Right. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, That's been nerd talk. <laughs> Do you feel like the Android iPhone split is a rural metro split also? I, I feel like more people here have Android and more people in the city have. That's true. Probably and I also, true. I also think that it's stupid that so many people just tell you one's better than the other, when in reality, they're the same phone on the inside. It's just the OS is different, like iOS and Android. That's right. the only thing. And people love to have teams. Like, I'm on this team. It's like, why does there need to be this split down the middle? Like, Android phones and how are come cool. there's how come there's no team flip phone? There, flip phone XL. Um... <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, hey, check this out. I face swapped with my dad. <laughs> Looks just like you. Yeah. That's incredible. So, I got this new beer today. Yeah, you did. Let's get into it. Um, so, I stopped in at the uh, good old uh, Riverside Liquor Store in in, uh, in Wyndham uh, just to find some. They always have a good selection of craft beer, so I thought I'd see what they had uh around and I was just perusing the shelves and I'd been there for a while because I was I was looking at some some coffee stouts and some different porters and and trying to get, maybe get something a little more seasonal in the IPAs that we've been rolling with and uh, the surly vendor was there nice what luck yeah and and he doesn't do just surly but he was it's their vendor that does their surly stuff and we were talking and you know I told him about the podcast and and uh, want a sticker if I would have had the stickers with I me, I would have gave him one, but otherwise I just took his phone and, and gave him a link to the podcast. Um, Keep going. And uh, anyway, so then he's like, he's like, well, do you like Surly stuff? I'm like, yeah, I said, but I, I've tried everything that they've got there, and we try to do a new beer every week. And he's like, uh, I got the abrasive in the back. It hasn't, I haven't, it just hasn't come out on the shelf yet. Would you be interested in that? And I was like, yeah, yes, please. please. I, you know, I saw... I saw on, on social media a few weeks ago that, that Surly re- released this. Um, it's abrasive, double IPA. It's been described as the extra, 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 extra citra. And if uh, you listen to me talk at all, you'll know that I'm a big fan of the extra citra. So I, I knew that I would like this and, and it w- seems was like seeking it out. There's a cool beer that comes out that you see on social media. It's like, well, I'll never get to try that. And that's kind of even some of the stuff I had read, you know, even on the Surly website, kind of sounded like it was going to be relegated to the metro area. We weren't going to get it out here in the sticks. Um, so when he when he told me that they had it, I was I grabbed a, a few packs of it. Um, so it, it's a it's a nine and a half percent, nine point two percent alcohol. So it's going to have some kick to it. Um, Let's do the can read. I want your job. Yeah, so I was at the liquor store today, just driving. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Getting paid and... Uh... Sorry. Uh, we were abrasive long before we were surly. The original brewery started inside an abrasive factory owned by Omar's parents. Bandsaw blades, grinding wheels, and sanding discs paved the way for ales and lockers. But let's be honest. This is the lot more fun. Ridiculous amounts of citra hops create the bitterness and tropical fruit notes needed to balance the 
higher alcohol in the industrial-inspired ale. I can read better than that. I'm just getting a nasty glare off that light back there on the can. So I, I, it's not my reading ability. It's my eyes that were failing me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so... Shout out Red Rock. Yep, my Red Rock reading skills. So nine nine 9.2% alcohol. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> um, but it doesn't taste like it, which is dangerous. Yes, it's like a four loco. It uh, it is really good, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it's delicious. That's like, oh boy, that it's is like really extra, good. extra, extra citra. Yeah. They they figured this. One, that's dangerous, like you said. Uh, it's like drinking like double vodkas. Yeah. This is a nine point two percent session beer. <laughs> yeah. It is not a session beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is um. How much does a four pack cost? I was going to ask that same question. It's it runs in the same price range as the Todd, Todd the X Man. Yeah. It was uh. Fifteen ninety nine, I think. Okay, for a four pack. For a Sunday afternoon, watching football all day, you only need fifteen dollars. Pretty much to get you through the entire day, and then you'll be conked yeah. out by the seven thirty game. You'll right, because that's the that's the nice thing about Surly, in my opinion, is that their prices vary based on the beer. You know, I suppose depending upon the type of hops in it and and all the amount. Of, right, Furious right. is I think eleven ninety nine, if right. I remember correctly. Right. Uh, which is what I like and a lot. And Extra Citra is one of their least expensive yeah. ones. It's like seven or eight bucks for a four-pack. Um, but, yeah, and then you got Todd, which is, you know, Todd's a high-alcohol volume mm-hmm. beer, too. Um, I was going to have some that night we were at that hotel, that that hotel bar, and you were like, you got to try some. You got to try some. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm part of the wedding party. I don't think it's good to <laughs> at happy hour. And now that I drink this more, this almost beer. this almost reminds me of a like a love child from Todd and Sir, and the uh, extra citra. Maybe it's very good. I actually can give my rating out now. I don't need to wait. It's it's a it's a nine. I was gonna go eight point eight. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine point five. I'm gonna be conservative, wow. and I'm gonna it's delicious. until I meet the Holy Grail. Like this is almost well. The perfect. Holy Grail is extra citra, and this we, is we right there that. with it. Well, didn't Sam Adams come out with a beer now that's like 115 dollars, and it's yeah. like like 50 percent alcohol? It's yeah. almost like a port or something. Yeah, right. So we should when we get a sponsor, we could we should get that. Hey, yeah, we made it even easier to sponsor us this week too. Did you see that post I made? Advertise cast. We are selling ads as low as six dollars a read. Wow! And have we gotten any hits yet? <laughs> We're on the front page for a while, but no, 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 no. I was hoping that, like, if I tweeted about it, somebody stupid would be like, "I'm going to pay six dollars for you to read about how much you guys suck" or something like that, <laughs> like a listener. But no, didn't take off. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to get some advertisers on here, but. Uh... We're growing. We're growing. Social media games off the hook this week. What else you got going on this week? Uh, me personally, nothing. Just just in general, cleaning this damn basement out. It look it's looking good in here. Just, Megan did a lot of um, uh, behind the scenes stuff that you wouldn't notice. That took entire nights, like vacuuming all the cobwebs out of everything up there. It's like we got to do all that. We're gonna deck this place out. Um, I'm setting up a. 
you know what, like record stores, they got the big bins that you flip through. Mm-hmm. I'm setting up a record store in the corner and I'm bringing the turntable down here so nice. I can flip through my bins. And every time I like buy an album, they'll send me a poster too. So I'm going to make it look like a legitimate store. <laughs> with nice. Like, you know, album release date, you know, July 1994. Like I got things like that. Sweet. Yeah. That was kind of off air. I got nothing exciting to talk about. I took one note this week. I got I got a handful of notes. I had the Foo Fighters concert and, and a couple other things this week that we can talk about. I loaded that bit in, too. Um, Under Pressure, sang by... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did, was that a secret, or are you going to get to that? Okay. No, yeah, we can talk about that. That's fine. Yeah, that was pretty rad. Um, I wanted to talk about this article I found. As long as we're the Pilsner podcast and we're, we're talking about... Uh, our beer we're drinking. Um, I found this article from W or from our local CBS affiliate um, talking about. Uh, we're not national. It's okay <laughs> to just say WCCO. And the people from out of state that listen to us lived here at one point. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Not Jonathan Andrews. From w, our local, our local CBS affiliate. That would be KUIC. <laughs> Fine. Anyway, um, fuck you guys. The interesting thing that I found in this article is that craft and export beer sales are up, but overall beer sales are not, are down, actually. Um, so are municipal liquor store sales. They need to just get rid of those. Like, oh, as this, this yeah. Uh, yeah, in 2016, the report came out that their overall sales in the state are down of like, I think there's like 60 or 70 of them. Whoa. Got it. <laughs> yeah, some straight up operate as a loss. The munis. I, I don't get it because a lot of times they have um, in their like town ordinance that nobody else can come in. This is going to be a city only sale. You know, like Redwood is that way. Yep. I mean, I think Sleepy is that way. Well, Marshall's yep. that way. I mean, every town I, I know that's a muni. That's the way it operates. I think the one in Wyndham is a muni too. It's weird, and it just seems like a lot of times, like the it's stuff like, you how do, are you not making money. That, and it seems like a lot of time there's it's just. They're not good stores. Like, they don't care. They just stock the basic beer, and that's it. Like, they don't care about any of this stuff. I don't like municipal stores. Do the bare minimum. Right. They don't care about trends. It's kind of like you build a skate park 20 years ago, and you don't update it once. It gets kind of boring. <laughs> is that the way it is down there? Yeah. Yeah, literally the same course for the last, since it was built. I'm like, seriously, this is boring <laughs> as hell. We put all the money into this that we need to. It should be good. But anyway, you the replaced th- the damn water slide twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. The thing that I found most interesting in this article, though, is that uh, uh, craft beers as a whole make up 12% of the market as compared to... In Minnesota? No, 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 nationwide. And uh, like Bud Light as a whole, or Bud, Bud Light on their own is 16% of the market. Sixteen or sixty-eight? Sixteen. Oh, which okay. I found I thought was actually low too. So, but yeah. but if you figure just Bud Light as a brand, I guess dilly dilly, dilly dilly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, people so. are obsessed with fucking dilly dilly. People are obsessed with dilly dilly. I hate it. I like not it. on board with I, dilly dilly. I like good ad campaigns. We have the meats. One of my favorite ad campaigns going right now. So that's a Minnesota advertising company. That have you guys that. seen the right video uh, going around viral from the guy that was at the at the Denver Broncos game and he got cold cocked, like blindsided, cheap shot by another by another fan in the stands. So they're like mouthing off back and forth about whatever, and all of a sudden the guy standing up just cheap shots him right. The guy right. I mean, you hear like the. 
and people are like, get that guy out of here, get that motherfucker out of here, call security, call security. And like all these people are going crazy, and then right before the video cuts out, you hear some guy in the background <laughs> go, dilly dilly. <laughs> I will admit that made me laugh a little that bit. It made me laugh when I saw that. Did you see the Barstool uh, posted the video of, uh, I think it was... University of Miami, maybe one of the girls was like so drunk. There was a girl in the stands, and she was getting carried out by four different security guards. They had her lifted up, and she was fighting all of them. And he just goes, "Bam!" Wax her, and everyone's <laughs> stunned because she gets knocked out. And one guy just turns around and just looks like in freeze frames, and he's holding a Bud Light. And so everyone <laughs> screen capped that and just wrote "Dilly Dilly" with a period at the end of it, <laughs> like a sad "Dilly Dilly" because he's like. Did he just knock her out? <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> she was being an asshole. Well, speaking of getting knocked out, I guess there's uh, some UFC fighter that got hit in the face with a boomerang. <laughs> What? That was thrown by another UFC fighter. I have not seen this. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, he got caught on video, but like the guy that got hit with the boomerang is like pressing charges against the other guy for throwing it and everything. It's like getting messy. The guy was supposed to fight this weekend. I didn't think UFC fighters would like press charges for any type of like physical thing. Well, apparently, boomerangs is where they draw the line. <laughs> I saw, um, this is a little bit of a left turn. I got to get this out. I will forget it. It's um, fine. I saw uh, Gushers Blunt on the internet, and I could have tried it this weekend. You take a fruit roll-up, and you roll it out, and you just pour a bunch of Gushers in it, and you roll it back up and just go to town on it. it sounds amazing. When's the last time you had Gushers? I don't know if I've ever had Gushers in my life. What? Really? That's no interesting. Way. I'm going back to gummies just for this one thing. Gummies I, are good. I'm off gummy everything. when I found out how they were made. My, like... Kind of nieces, like, get the candy. They're, like, four or five. Mm-hmm. So they have some gushers laying around sometimes, and I definitely, like, cop a few. Why is it that that stuff is so good, and it's weird as an adult to eat fruit by the foot or fruit roll-ups? I don't know it's why. It's so good. It's so good. How uh-huh. about how about the kid that, I, I mean, I love a fruit roll-up. Don't get me wrong. They sell combo packs of, like, those three things at, like, Walmart and stuff. Why wouldn't they? Yes. I, the one thing I struggle with to this day is getting the saran wrap off the thing that sometimes I just eat it and just hope I don't, you know, just like rip it off with my... I've never had that struggle. Okay. I, I, ripped, struggle I, I, I ripped the saran right off. Last and then time. I fold it up and then I just suck on it. Must be nice. Every <laughs> time, no issues. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when they had the shapes though? No. Oh, they used to have like cutout shapes in the fruit roll-ups. Okay, and those were kind of the pain. Oh, and in you the stick ass. them to the window. This is bound to be our. I don't think you top still eat them. Two episode. Yeah, you well, just eat them. Yeah, eventually, you I think eat. like naughty kids like stick them on the window well, and I, shit. I think I remember this because I think I was. Really I don't think little. they're like, supposed to be stuck on the window. You're supposed to eat it. But I, it's like oh, a shape that I'm eating. The fruit snack when I was a kid was biker mice because that was like a cartoon at the time, and I was eating them in the back of my mom's van one time, and I took a pen out and. Um, I looked at the picture of biker mice and I started. I just drew it right on the side of the van, <laughs> and the pen just like ingrained into that like you know that like hard but soft leather armrest yep. thing. Yeah, just like drew it right on there, biker mice. And I go, <laughs> hey mom, guess what? What? I know how to spell biker mice, and I spell it out. And she goes, good, good. And then when she like unbuckles me, she's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> You're such a dickhead. <laughs> Your mom called you a dickhead. Uh, dilly dilly. That's how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, hear about the kid in uh, Iowa that was eating a grilled cheese made with pop tarts? Yeah, um, I. You know what? It's I a, saw something. I saw a meme about it or something. Even having marijuana in your system 
in Iowa counts as possession, which is a felony. So that guy better watch out. He's on a list <laughs> he's, now. <laughs> he's on he's on a watch list for sure. Because it isn't like that in most states. Like even if even if you have smoked it and you can test for it, but you don't have it on you, right. you're fine. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's possession. I don't think so. Hey, do you guys want to do our picks and get them out of the way? Uh, we could. Or do you want to do some other stuff first? Uh, yeah. Let, let's do. Otherwise, did you watch any stupid movies that we can review this week? I didn't do anything. I've been down here the whole. Last I watched couple Fast Seven. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did you watch that runway scene that I sent you? I did. How long was that runway? That was a long ass <laughs> runway. Like that was like. Highway 71 from, like, Wyndham to Sanborn. Like, just, like, straight shot. We need to not let this plane take off. And it's six minutes of it being taken off on the same runway at full speed. And they're like, it's all dangerous. Like, wind's blowing in their hair. They're like, we gotta jump. We gotta jump. I'm like, you got time. I don't know what's more ridiculous, that or the scene in Fast 7 where they, like, back the cars out of the airplane with the parachutes. And they were all, like... Like, one guy would back out, and then it would be, like, 30 seconds of somebody else, like, psyching themselves up, and then them backing out and doing it. So these guys are dropping out, like, a minute apart, but then they all land in the same spot and just happen to land on a nice paved road, too. Was you there know? even a down ramp for them to land? No, it was, it was like, in the mountains. Right. Like, I don't know. I'm like, what an unrealistic movie. And then to think... <laughs> you know, I watched Superman Returns... Part of it totally, didn't seem real. Totally unrealistic. <laughs> Fine. That was my that was my takeaway from uh Before we do picks, seven. this is another unrelated thing. I wrote down one thing. I had a thought. We were talking about Hootie and the Blowfish a couple weeks ago. Uh, last, week. last week. Yeah. Was it? Uh, popped into my head yesterday. I'm like, why didn't I bring this up? You know how you were saying that people call him Hootie? And even though his name is Darius Rucker. Right. How come no one refers to the band as, oh, I'm going to go see the Blowfish this weekend then? Or it's okay to say just, oh, I saw Hootie. But it's, no, no. That doesn't get you any play. Like if you're in a bar or something, like, don't you know who I am? I play, I play bass in the Blowfish. Like I'm a member of it. Because there's a distinction. Like it's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It's right. Bruce Springsteen right. and the East. It's and the Blowfish. That means his band is called the Blowfish. Right. I want to be in the Blowfish. I always so you know who's kind under, of my theory. You know who's underrated? The, the Blowfish. Blow <laughs> what if one of the band members is Hootie and Hootie is one of the Blowfish? Whoa, interesting. That's an interesting. Like, what theory. if the lead guitarist is Hootie? <laughs> yeah. And Darius Rucker. Because nobody knows the names. Right. Nobody does. And they've probably had 10 different people, you know, Just cycle through. Right. And it's, it's not like, like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Like, obviously, that's Tom Petty. This guy's name is Hootie. We don't know who Hootie is. Right. Like, his name is Darius Rucker now. He doesn't go by Hootie anymore. It's not his name. No. You're right. That's insane. Um, I mean, for all we know, it could have been like the roadie that right. set up the mic stands. <laughs> Syphilis. 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 <laughs> um, Bare Naked Ladies have a new album coming out. Um are they it's like, called Fake Nudes, which, okay, that's funny. Yeah, uh, I get it. I heard the single off of it. I'm embarrassed, but it's pretty good. It's called High in Canada Dry, which is obviously a ripoff of Radiohead's High and Dry, but they're saying High in Canada Dry. It's pretty good. I like them. Isn't Canada Dry like a... It's that, like a... Ginger tonic? ale or something? Some type of one of those yeah. soft drinks, yeah. Yeah. Um, You're leaving me. Are home. they any good yet? Because didn't like... Plus, they, they are Canadian. Yeah. He yeah, references... I, like, yeah, I get that reference. Yeah, but like, are they any good? It was like, cause the 
like it was like a two man duo sort of thing. Was it? Yeah, and then like the the one dude left. Like Well the singer didn't, so that's good enough. No, they had two singers and one of the singers left. Well the one who sings all the hits is still there, like um uh, pinch me in one week and all that. That guy's the one that's there. Okay, but the other guy left. Okay. So that's why I was asking if they were still good. I he, mean, I don't know. They're. I'm not. I you're, don't. You're I don't not, I'm not up on my uh, bare naked ladies. <laughs> the best bare naked ladies song is their uh, cover of Apartment When Doves Cry. Never heard it, but that sounds good. Yeah, it was pretty good in my opinion. I just like that they called their album Fake Nudes because it's a play on bare naked ladies. Fake news. Multiple, uh, and, multiple yeah, plays. Yeah. Just like the Chrissy didn't realize that the new concrete and gold logo for the Foo Fighters, it was two Fs. Yeah. And she was that like... That is their logo. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I know. And then like 30 seconds later, she's like, yeah, I didn't know that. There's something in the FedEx one, too. Yeah, it's an arrow. Yeah, if you look at like... There's one of those sites that like BuzzFeed will tell you yeah. all the hidden things. Yeah. Logos. Logo talk. Let's Speaking take a break. Of Foo Fighters. Yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. Well, Corey was just at a Foo Fighters concert, right? That Corey? is correct. You I was at, our, at a Foo Fighters concert. A rock and roll show. I was at a Struts concert that the Foo Fighters closed. Yeah, dude. The Struts whale. I like the, the Struts. The Struts were good. Um, what's that song? Could have been me. Did they close with that one? Yeah. That's like that's their a, one big hit. That's yeah. That's a great song. They, that yeah, EP is really good. Their singer reminded me of like a combination of. Michael Jackson and Mick Jagger. Ooh, creepy in all the forms. Right, like he came out in like the the 80s Michael Jackson like gold sequined like captain's jacket. But then like he was like moonwalking but then like he danced like Mick Jagger. He had the English accent obviously cuz they're an English rock band, but uh they really uh put on a good show and and I listened to him a couple times now since. I was impressed. What I want to know is, like, you get bands like that, like this, and they yes. come out, and they're wearing the, um, like, the attire of the 60s and 70s. Like, the guy from The Darkness wears those, like, metal glam era. Where do you buy those suits? Those yeah, I gotta get them custom made. Yeah, you're getting them custom spandex, made. but with, like, a wrestling singlet strap, <laughs> and it's all one piece, and then it has flared out bottoms. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, you're not picking that up at the local Kmart. No. <laughs> but Coles, maybe. Does, Coles does not have that. <laughs> Check all I don't even think you can go to like Hot Topic or something like Probably that. Probably not. <laughs> no, there's not enough uh, <laughs> chain involved for it to be at Hot Topic. No. Hot Topic's actually pretty badass right now. I, I never went in when it was weird in the 90s, but it's like all cartoon nerd stuff now. It's like, yeah, it is. I mean, it's my, like Bob's Burger stuff. My teenage like kids, evolved. My teenage like kids it. like it's to clean. shop there. You know, you walk in, it's not... Do they? Oh, yeah. How weird is that? Well, they, you know, because, I mean, they got wrestling t-shirts with Colts and Likes, and then they've got rock band t-shirts with both of them like, so... And then they've got the pop figurines or whatever that both of them like, so... Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm pissed off I didn't buy a Son of Zorn one while I was there, because that show went off the air, and now they're really expensive. That's a bummer. Yeah. You should have bought them all. Yeah, there was three of them. I wanted them all. They were seven bucks each, too, because nobody was buying them. At the time, yeah. And so now, what do you say? They're really expensive. How much? Uh, forty to fifty. Yeah. Kind of, I'm not buying that for a toy because I, I should have bought all the Friends ones too, and I just bought Joey. They had Friends pops. Yeah, and now they're twenty each. I'm like, Ugh. I have a cool collection. I got like John Oliver. I got all the Ghostbusters. 
Chrissy's got the uh, Molly Ringwald from 16 Candles. That one's awesome. Megan's got a giant collection because I gave her... what are these things? What are we talking about? um, Funko Toy Company makes these things called Pop Vinyl Dolls. They're like three-inch... Like a bobblehead, like no, I have some never, of them. How old am I? Jesus Christ! They're really there cool. within the last couple of years. I wouldn't know about them if I didn't have kids. They license basically anything you can think of. I have super bad. I have the three guys from Super Bad. Colton's got like, and people buy them up and then like resell them. No, I just look at them. But like, they're pe- like people. A, they're like you. a modern day Beanie Baby. Yeah. Okay. Like in, okay. Like in ten, I have a John Oliver one. It's awesome. But like in twenty years, they're not going to be worth anything, and people are going to be like. Oh, I thought these were going to be worth millions. No, um, that's why you just buy what you right. like. Colton, I don't plan on selling. You know, Colton's got a bunch of them of like WWE guys mm-hmm. and like superheroes and so they're kind of like action figures. They literally come in everything from Twilight to Cry Wilderness to Drumline to I mean, they literally come in. I actually wouldn't everything. put it past them because they do like monster truck drivers. So right. why wouldn't they do drum right. like any niche market they can? I get Don't an, you see an email every not week to, from Not them. to call out Tim on his nerdism, but when you come in the house here, up on that one like uh, shelf, shelf, there's like a shit ton of them. Those are all Megan's. I have a separate oh, those collection. Are Megan's. Okay, well, fine. But, um, but no, because um. I got her one year for something, Valentine's Day or Christmas or something, I got her um, pop in a box, and it's just a subscription service where you pick what you like, and they just mail you a random one every month. Okay. So she got, like, a year's worth, plus I give her a couple for Christmas. It's like, so she's got, like, three from, like, everything you could think of, but not a full collection like, of Because, like, a couple anything. of ours... Do you have any of them that are worth money? Doubt it. I want the Conan O'Brien one, but those are always hard to get, and they're, like, 200 bucks on eBay. Some of the ones we have at our house, uh, the boys got in like their loot crates and stuff. We got them a loot crate subscription for Christmas one year. Yeah, loot crate's sick. Like that's where the Molly Ringwald one came from. Was out of a loot crate. Somebody offered me because they didn't, they don't collect them, and they're like, "I know you do. I got this in my loot crate. It was Doc from Back to the Future." Yeah, that's Colton's got that seems one. Seems cool. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll take it. Okay, so they're twenty dollars. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just give laughs> <it to> <laughs> Like, so it's like, I hate when want. people do that. They're yeah. like, yeah, I got this. You want it? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> nice. Thank you for thinking of me. That's so thoughtful. Yeah, thanks for the one time I hear from you all year. <laughs> it's like, uh, that'll be... Oh, fuck yourself. Are you playing with rappers in your pocket? I am. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to uh, lose everything. Like, what is that? Well, on that note, let's save. You scared me. <laughs> Wait, what's what's a loot box? Nice acting. <laughs> so so a, a loot box is like a monthly subscription Jesus, service. you guys. So remember like... I the, didn't ask for the break. I was going to ask it anyway. So remember like the short par four box and the like, you know, like a subscription box. Yes, service? I understand the whole... This is a, a loot crate is a... It's a crate? Well, it's called loot crate and, and so... There's nerd, and then what did Joe get? Nerd box. So Joe got nerd box, and Colton got loot crate. Basically, what they do is they send you. Um, it's yeah. a subscription service, and they send you a box, and it's got uh, like stuff that like teenagers are into, like superhero and ner- kind of nerdy. Came with a lot of Porn. Harry, Harry Potter Ugh. and Back to the Future. Like every month is like a theme. Like yeah. So you don't you listen to podcasts? Like a lot of them have Loot Crate as a sponsor. As a sponsor, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and none of mine have Loot Crate. As yeah, you probably a listen sponsor. to adult ones. I listen to Doug Loves Movies. And what is one Oscar? Uh, you earned it. 
that's one Oscar you get for that acting job. Wait, what's a loot box? <laughs> Off the air, you asked it, and we're like, well, should I come back with that question? Yeah, come back with yeah, that question. I was here. I understand. <laughs> I'm trying to... The listeners don't. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait, that's... what's a loot box? Button bar. <laughs> joke, joke, defense. I'm going to keep my Oscars. Good, good job, Andy. Way to, way to keep the topic rolling. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's what pop figures are, and that's what a loot crate is, Andy. I guess it's time that you have some kids, so you can get back in touch with the pop culture. Of, We're of, thinking about of, getting bark rocks. That's hilarious. For your dog. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Hey, you're playing Snoop Dogg. Have you seen Snoop's new TV show? No, but um, I'm sorry. One quick thing before that. Did you see him on the Ric Flair documentary? He had gray ass freaking gray hair like it was so weird like his rows just weren't super tight and it was just gray gray I, beard I, I guess i didn't uh didn't notice like, it i'm like are you kidding me i mean dude? he's got to be 50 years old but you're going on tv and it's the first time no just hide it dude like what does he care young forever dude i don't know but yeah so he's got a new tv show he's the host of the new version of the joker's wild what is that? It's like a 70s game show that they've brought back. Don't ask me to explain the concept of the show, but I was flipping around one night, and here was Snoop hosting the Joker's Wild. And on it's on, like, TBS. Makes sense. So, and that dude makes, like, so many, like, pot references, like, yeah. because it's Snoop. Well, he did during his um, cooking show with Martha Stewart. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, he did that. They would he also talk about used that. to on his music albums. I don't know what? if you ever listened to those. Oh, he <laughs> really? just came out with it's one. Like, Snoop's been making pop references forever. Like, why would he stop? Because I, it's I his just brand. Meant, I just meant the fact that he's doing it on, like, Do you think he really smokes TV. pot? Yes. Yeah. He smokes a lot of it. Okay. Fooled me. <laughs> so, like, the episode that I was watching. Guys he was from in, Harold and Kumar don't. He was in, like, a crushed velvet maroon... Uh, sport coat, the, like the hair back and the dreads or braids, and I want one of those coats. It was it was awesome. Those are sweet. I didn't understand the concept of the show, but it uh, I was I was glad to see that that I just like hearing him talk. That well, Snoop is still working in today's society. I mean, well, that's what you're worried about. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean, he's done a lot of things recently. He did that whole cooking show with Martha Stewart. I know. I mean, he did the voiceover of that like Discovery Channel with the iguana like getting chased by snakes and shit or something like that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Planet Earth. Wasn't Planet it? Earth, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he hasn't really had a good album since The Dog Father. Well, he just I mean, put an album out. Nobody listened to it. Just like nobody's going to listen to the Bare Naked Ladies album, even if it's good. Nobody listened to the good 2011 Everclear record, but I think it's one of their best ever. New music today from old people doesn't get heard. Yeah, no. It doesn't. It's like I don't. Most of the time you don't want to hear it, but when it's good, you're like, everybody come look, but nobody looks. That's even the, like, I mean, this is an indie band, but Arcade Fire is touring right now. Did you see? And they what, are not selling out. Did you see that? Those pictures of like half empty stadiums. Oh, it's it's crazy. Why do they think that they're a band that can do that though? I know they won album of the year, but that's still not enough in today's day and age. Like they have to be Taylor Swift level. Like, to, well, no, they have to be like a, on the but radio. I think they used to to fill stadiums. I feel like they're more of a festival band. Like you know, the yeah. headline. I mean, I, to- I totally yeah, agree. But I you, totally agree. You, when you're talking stadium, are you talking like Target Center? Target Center. Or are you talking like Target Field? Or Target Center. U.S. Bank. I actually think they played at Target Center. Yes. And they did very well in Minneapolis, I guess. But I mean, I get. I mean, either they're at the X. Because like to me, a stadium is either like 
is larger. Like, so you're to me. Arena and t- stadium are different, right? I mean, yeah. to me, what you're talking about is arenas. No, know? they're they're on like a stadium tour, and it's not doing well. So they're touring like arenas, not stadiums. I guess, yeah, like Whatever. hockey, like twenty thousand. Yeah, like Target like, Center's yeah. twenty. But 000. even like five to ten years ago. Maybe not 10, five years ago when they were at their peak. I'm just saying, even older artists in general. They aren't right. even that old. And you know who sold out the Denny Sanford Center? I heard the, I don't, the, the, Foo Fight, the Foo Fighters did and the Struts. Foo Fighters. But hey, let's talk about something else before I get into the Foo Fighters. So, um, we were talking about Garth Brooks last week and about how he won Entertainer of the Year. Yes. And I made the comment that he did nine <laughs> shows. I agree. <laughs> I do agree. But we were talking about how he did nine shows in Sioux Falls and how they said that's a record for Garth Brooks. It's the most shows he's ever done in one city in, like, consecutive nights. And so I'm like, that's pretty impressive. But then we went to the Danny Sanford Center last week for that concert, for the Foo Fighters concert. That place is fucking small. Like, that'd be like saying Garth Brooks sold out the rope and spur for nine nights. Like, what was the, like, 15, was it like the old Altel Center in yeah, uh, the, the Denny Sanford 10? Center holds 12,000 people. 12,000. Compared to the Target Center holds 20,000 people. I think right, Bank exactly. Kato's is like that, too. The Verizon Wireless Civic Center. Um, it's about that. It, this is bigger than the than Mankato. Than the, okay. Yep. I mean, slight, slightly, not by much. I just mean because they, they got Elton John to go there. Yeah. And they, Jay Leno was going to go there. But I was like, so they're, bra- but I just thought the fact that the people of Sioux Falls are bragging about that. You know, it's like really, it's only like four nights. But yeah, it's like no. that, like that'd be four nights at the Target Center. Think of it like this, though. Sioux Falls is is as nice as, of a town it is. It's like a hundred thousand max right. people. So that kind of is yeah, a big but deal there's if a it's lot thousand people, right? But there's a lot of people that drove from a long ways to right. go to it because it's South Dakota, yeah. Right. So I mean, essentially, he did nine tours, but a hundred thousand people saw him. Or that, you know, but literally or, everyone in the state of South Dakota saw him. There's a, actually a very good chance of that. And yes, the, and the Laverne folks. Yep, yep. Probably Adrian too, and Ellsworth. <laughs> I would guess. Maybe even some Springfield people. That's right. Could have trickled out. Um. So we went to. So we had a lift. We lift is is in Sioux Falls now. They don't Ooh, have nice. Uber yet, but they do have Lyft. Um, I thought they voted against all that stuff, all that ride sharing. Uh, Lyft. Lyft agreed to. I'm assuming. Follow Sioux Falls rules, right? I'm, I'm thinking that's what it was because my understanding of it, and and listeners, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You can tweet at me and tell me what an idiot I am, but my understanding is of it was the fact that Uber or Lyft, whatever, um, Sioux Falls or the the state of South Dakota wanted them to pay taxes in for their income earned in the city. Seems fair, right? Um, and then Lyft and and uh, and Uber said, well, no, our drivers are independent contractors, so you can collect taxes from them. And then they said, then the state said, well, you're still making money off their cut. You're getting their, you know, you're getting a cut. You're earning money in South Dakota. You should be paying taxes on that. But they were arguing the fact that since the company themselves didn't have a physical presence in the, in the state, that they shouldn't have to pay taxes. So I think ultimately what probably happened is that Lyft came to some agreement with the state of South Dakota on the tax situation, that's why they're there, and Uber won't change their grounds yet. Anyway, we had a wonderful, two wonderful Lyft drivers on Saturday night. We uh, we went down to JL Beers to to pregame for the concert a little bit. Am I getting a postcard? We didn't do any postcards this time, Fucking Andy. Fucking hey, Corey, Jesus Christ! Um, but no uh, postcard. We had, a, we had a nice driver named Kevin. 
that uh, drove us downtown. <laughs> the Lyft drivers in Sioux Falls would be white guys. Yeah. That's the only city that. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> they aren't like Middle East I can, guys. <laughs> I can tell you another story about. I'm Kevin. About, I work construction, and I just do this on the side for fun. This guy it's was my side hustle. This guy's a prosecuting <laughs> attorney, and he actually referred to it as his side hustle, Andy. Boom! I know. Actually, millennial, actually, millennial no. speak. Actually, he talked about his. Hey, so he's a so grab that remote behind you. He's a he's a prosecuting attorney, and his wife is a nurse. And he was talking about while his wife does her side hustle of working at a clothing store during the holidays, he does his side hustle of driving a lift car. But he was telling us about he went to the. They have no income tax there, and he's an attorney, and she's a nurse. Why do you need a side hustle? And they're white. What the hell is going on? Yeah, I don't know. But he was telling me how he went to the Garth Brooks concert with his dad. <laughs> And he said that it was, like, so cheesy. Like, he said he, the only reason he went is because his mom was sick. Like, his mom and dad were going to go, but his mom got sick, so he just t- got the ticket. He's like, kind of like how we talked about, if the ticket was free, then maybe. But uh, I'd say Garth Brooks, if I got a free ticket, I didn't have to go more than two hours. He said, but he said Garth was so cheesy to be like, here's a little song that maybe some of you might know. It's off one of my early albums. It's called The Dance. And he's like, yeah, Garth, everybody knows the fucking dance. The song that was number one on all charts for like six weeks. (laughs) What song? (laughs) And then we had... What is this? And then we had Rose gave us a ride back afterwards. And Rose... Rose. How old was Rose? Rose was probably 50. (laughs) She was 83. But Rose was pretty excited because the next day she was going to the Crow or Crew Fifty Two training. She actually said she wasn't supposed to be driving at night, <laughs> <laughs> but she needs the cash. But she was pretty pumped about getting the free pants and the free coat for being on Crew Fifty Two the next week. And I what is it. Crew Fifty Two? That's like the volunteer like a Crew fan. That's like the volunteers for the Super Bowl. Oh. So, because, you know, the $14 billion industry that, that needs volunteers. I saw that tweet. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Like, why are they not at least given a minimum wage? Right. Um, anyway, so that was my... Li- but So we were talking about Lyft, and you were talking about, like, white people driving a Lyft. Uh, I was talking to a guy I know when I was gone to, as Andy likes to call it, Deer Camp. And this guy... I don't like to call it that. Tyler Burry likes to call it that. There's a name drop of the week. Okay. Andy likes to talk about deer camp. Anyway, um, he was—he's a tow truck driver, like a repo driver, and he told me that the that the most most repos that they do in the metro now are Lyft and Uber drivers that go out and like buy like brand new cars to do their Uber careers, thinking that they're gonna make all just tons of money, but then they can't make the payments and the cars get, get end up getting uh, repoed anyway. Oh man, if that's gonna be your game, like at least have a day job. Right, exactly. You, you it's a think, side hustle. Just do like you know, side hustle. Six to eight, a couple nights a week, and then do a, an afternoon on yeah, a Saturday. Yeah, I met one. That's other, what I would do. I met one other guy that does it one time, and uh, he was tell- he's like cop, and he told me that he does it on his downtime. That's what I, I wish that we had it around here, or at least Mankato. I would like to become an Uber driver just for. You know, drive to Mankato, make three hundred dollars, make That's it. That's what worth I told it. Chrissy. I'm like, you wonder if it'd be worth a guy's time to go out to Sioux Falls on a weekend. You know, when there's a Garth Brooks for nine nights, go out there on a weekend. I missed it just barely. The college mark. Right. I would have done this in college for yeah. sure. That would have been easy. Yep. I mean, I'd spend or, it know, all on beer, but still, you know, I would like, have to ask my mom for beer. During money. the Super Bowl, a guy goes up and does it in the Metro for a week. You know, right. Yeah. 
make killer money. You're up there in the cities. You live in, or you have a place up there. Are you going to Airbnb or anything like that? Try to make uh, some cash? You can't in our lease. Okay. That's... Most every lease is like you can't sublease without. Have you? Okay, that's a bummer. Have you done Airbnb like as a person, like a uh, person staying at somebody's house? I have, well, kind of. Um, I had friends come to Chicago, from Chicago to Minneapolis for a wedding that stayed in an Airbnb that had two bedrooms, and that was while I was still living down here. So we went up to see them, Yeah, and they just like... Yeah, stay with us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. mean, is there, is there really a difference between an Airbnb and like a VRBO? What the hell so. is VRBO? Vacation rental by owner. Okay. Like that's, no, and then it's like, just a different... And then like homestay, they're all the same thing, just different. So, yeah, so like that's what we did when we went on vacation. We we did that when we went to um, we did a condo on the beach and. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say you rented out your Sanborn home. I'm like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Rent Put area that attraction. on the market area and area attractions. <laughs> Hot rod send. <laughs> the sod houses. <laughs> Really close to the Laura Ingalls Wilder scene. Hey, no, this is, n- I'm not kidding you. So when I was down in Des Moines like five years ago for work, and uh, I was in some meetings, and this lady that was like putting on the meeting, she's like, so what part of Minnesota are you from? I'm like, southwest Minnesota. She's like, so you know where, where Walnut Grove is? I'm like, yeah, it's like 20 minutes from where I live. And she says, well, are there any hotels near there? And I'm like, well, Marshall or Springfield, you know, which is each either way going to be a half hour. And my Airbnb. Well, <laughs> at that time, this was like five years ago, so I wasn't really aware of it. It's funny you but, should ask. But her, her, her and her daughter were making a trip up strictly to yeah. go to, like, the Lower Ingalls Wilder Museum and the pageant. And we're going to the sod houses. They actually end up spending a night at the sod house. I mean, people are into that shit. Yeah, they are. So people like, are into Star Trek. People are into sod houses. Yeah, I mean, people are into the Pilsner podcast. Someday when we're is like there gazillionaires, a, they're gonna come and like we're tour this basement. So you're saying your house is gonna be like Graceland someday? Yeah, someday. Like, is there a Laura Ingalls Wilder crate head thing or whatever you call it? <laughs> pod, pod, motherfucker. Keep keep, keep guessing. <laughs> Laura Ingalls. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. Uh, pop toys. Pop toys. <laughs> Funko Pop. Funko's the toy company. Funko, like hey. Fun Co or like K-O. Funk, O, F U N K O. Yeah, I have a screech one from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I'm I'm defending these man. They're cool. You, Tim, you can look you at them. tell me about your Backstreet Boys collage? No. Why not? We're gonna save that one for Thursday morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we are doing a podcast next Wednesday night before Thanksgiving so that you guys will have something to listen to on the road and we can have more games to pick from then. That's true. And then you and I are going to get together and do a another one Thursday morning for the week you're stuff. gone. Yeah. And then on Sunday, I'm going to do my one-hour podcast by myself. I have a gift for you. I, I will have it ready for you when you come next week. Sweet. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> Okay. Hey, guess who almost had an encounter with Dave Grohl? Uh, you? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> it was, uh... How, why'd you miss him? Well, let me tell you why we missed him. Let me tell you something. So... Middle finger in the air behind you. We stayed at the Sheridan Hotel. Well, good for me. 
Um, is that even a nice hotel? Yeah, I don't know. like I would not. <laughs> it's the nicest hotel in Sioux Falls. That's why I say that. That is the worst brag I mean, ever. If we're not even confident, like at least be like we stayed at the Marriott. Well, that, I mean that's the thing. I mean it was Sioux Falls. This is the, the nicest hotel in Sioux Falls. And uh, somebody o- fact check that. The only reason we stayed there is because it was attached to the venue, and Chrissy was adamant that that was where the Foo Fighters would be staying. She, like, looked at the tour dates, and, like, it only makes sense that they either spend the night before or the night after in the hotel there. Hang on. Have you seen Almost Famous? Of course. It's a classic. Yeah. One of the best movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I think no drum line. She'd she'd be... What's her name? Goldie Hawn's daughter. Kate Penny? Hunt. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, the running, that's the running joke For in our house sure. that, like, if that she ever has her, her encounter with Dave Grohl, I'll band-aid. never, I'll, I'll never see her again. Like, she's gone. Does she get a freebie? No. Hang on. No, how, no freebies? No. Hang on. Uh, of course she does. How great is that scene, though, when, uh, in Almost Famous, when <laughs> Jason Lee's taking a shit at, like, the roadside gas station, and then the bus takes off when he's coming out, he goes, oh, yeah, it's okay. You don't need to worry about me. I'm only the lead fucking singer. <laughs> he starts running after the bus. <laughs> So my wife was extremely oh, like excited because she thought that maybe we were staying in the same hotel as a Foo Fighters. So we get out there, and sure enough, there's the tour buses in the hotel parking lot. Like, maybe they are staying here. Like, maybe she was right. And uh, anyway, so we we go up to the room. We end up, we shoot downtown. We come back. Um, or no, this was before we went downtown. And, and she's, like, getting ready because she's convinced that she's going to run into Dave Grohl, and then she's going to run off with him, and I'm never going to see her again. He's married. Yeah, but I don't know if that would stop her. I mean, but he has to agree to it. Yeah, that's true, but she <laughs> might just chase him. and <laughs> You'll be like Nick Swartzen and Bowie. Oh, my God, Bowie. <laughs> but uh, so she's, like, gets dressed, and she's ready to go, and then she looks in the mirror. In the hotel room? In the hotel room. And she says, I need to change these pants. <laughs> and I'm like, your pants look fine. No, so, no. Wait, I want to know, how long are you in the hotel room before... Like, all this happens. Like, we got there, and she literally, like, started getting ready. Okay. So we had maybe, we maybe got, to, well, we okay, so we checked into the hotel at 3, and then we left the room at 4. So we were in the room for an hour. Only an hour, okay. So we were in there, and, and she's like, I need to change my jeans. I'm like, the jeans you have on look fine. Into different jeans? Into different jeans. Oh, my Lord. She was going from black jeans to blue jeans. Well, okay, well. I see that. And she was okay. wearing a white yeah. t-shirt, so it's not like the jeans made that big of a difference. But I said... And what color Which were ones were more rock and roll? Yeah. Probably the blue ones, because they had holes in them. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Um, and they came from Semblance. Shout out. Standing uh, room R. or where you R. were in seats? Where you were in seats? We were in seats. Okay. Anyway, I said, your pants don't matter. It's not like we're going to run into Dave Grohl in the hotel hallway. And she's like, yeah, you're right. So we ended up, she changed her pants anyway. Is that foreshadowing? It is. She changed her pants anyway. We leave, we get into the elevator, nice. and we're going down, and this lady's like, you moisture I just, I just ran into Dave Grohl. <laughs> so we, we get out of the elevator, we're on the second floor, we get down to the first floor, we walk out, and we like, 
you're, as soon as you walk out of the veil, you take a right, and there's doors going outside, and right outside the door is the tour bus. Okay. And the people were there were all like, Gah, 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 Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl. Lady Gaga. We literally had just missed him by like 30 seconds. He walked through like that area, like checking out of the hotel and leaving. So if she hadn't changed her pants, she would have had her. And like he stopped well, and like took pictures with everybody and shook hands and kissed babies and... Corey, I got to say this. Yeah. Just be happy that you are not the reason why she missed him. She Oh, yeah. Yeah. I well If it would have been you saying, I didn't She threw the, she threw the pants shorts. away because she was mad at the pants. Corey, did you Oh, did you, don't gloss over that. Are you kidding me? No, right I'm now? kidding you. <laughs> did you remind her of the reason? A couple times. A couple times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that it was her and not you. I mean, she was like when we went downtown for dinner and, and drinks, like she was like visibly like upset, like that she missed Dave Grohl. Like, what we're gonna do is cut this up and put it on YouTube, and we're gonna pass this around, and then maybe, just maybe, he'll see it. Maybe he'll see it. That's how Royal Blood was discovered. And if he comes to the Upper Midwest, we'll we'll drive a ways. We'll drive a ways, Dave. Actually, we're talking about going to the Wrigley Field show next year. Holla. Um, I just listened to, I just picked up the vinyl for The Clash live at Shea Stadium, 1982. Holy balls, that's one of the best live records I've ever heard in my life. If you really? don't even like The Clash, Because I'm normally not a fan of live records. Uh, there's two live records that stick out to me as, like, incredible, and I've just heard them rec- within the last month. Uh, the Replacements' new live record and this new Clash record. It's like, good lord, this is a good album. <laughs> well, I'll have, to, I'll have to check that out. Uh, um, you know what's weird about concerts, and I realized this as we were like sitting there waiting for the show to start on yeah. Saturday night. At what point in time in humanity did we decide that like these five goods guys are really good at making noise, and like these other ten thousand people are gonna go and sit there and watch them make noise, and then we're gonna pay to watch them make noise? Like where did where did we decide in society that? These five guys are good at something, and the other 10,000 are going to go watch them do it. Um, I don't know. Shakespeare? Uh, like the, the Romans it's or something? It's not as a profound like, thought as you would think. That you think well, I know is. it's not profound, but <laughs> it's in my show notes, and I had some like, alcohol in me when I made that l- note. But Kind of like when I had the idea for my article or for my column. Because I had a great take, I thought, and then I thought about it. I'm like, that's a horrible take. I can tell myself why that's a horrible take. Which I, one? When I texted you, I said, uh, what oh. about uh, sports takes from a guy who knows nothing about sports? I think that'd be good. I think it'd be entertaining. <laughs> no, it'd be terrible. Fine. Um, yeah, I mean, they've been doing that forever. Like, I know, but it, to me, it's just kind of weird. Since like, Jesus. At one point, it like dawned on me, like, this is weird. Like, there's 12,000 people crammed into here. We bought $100 tickets. Someday they're going to do sit that and for watch us. these. So five good for you, hundred dollar tickets to sit and watch <laughs> these five. It's yeah, to watch these five guys make noise. Well, they make pretty noise though. They do yeah. make. They do make they're, pretty noise. They're way more talented Dave, than you. Dave Grohl was advised by his doctor to cancel the show that day. Oh, because of throat issues, and he was sure to point out that. I didn't cancel the show when I broke my motherfucking leg. What makes you think that sore throat's going to make he me cancel? He did go away for a long time, then he came back well, and finished and, the show and in my, Barcelona. And, and my thought was, <laughs> you don't sing with your ankle. Yeah. So, you know, there is the a throat, difference between yeah, a sore throat and a broken ankle. Yeah, maybe rest up the vocals. 
You did say on the group text, though, that this was a better show than the... This, the I thought this was a better show than the Broken Leg Tour. Um, the Game of Thrones yeah. thing that he like just, I mean... I would say so, probably, because he was, like, you know... Like, and walking and rocking. Yeah, tying his shoe and... <laughs> Yeah, he was able to, you know, walk from one end of the stage to the other. It was still unassisted. Good. Have a stage presence. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> but like some of the people, like the the lady sitting beside me, made some comments, and then Ryan made comments and about like, you know, uh, Taylor sang a few, quite a few songs, like probably like three or four songs throughout the show, just to help him out, probably. Well, but they Does did, he normally do that. He did that when on the last time we saw him too. Like, so I don't know if that's Is he like part. toying with the idea of a solo record or what. I don't think so. Uh, you never know. I mean, you I never do. know. I mean, he's Dave I was totally just a drummer. So. Dave was just a drummer. That's true. And Taylor is the second most famous Foo Fighter. But, you know, they're 20 years in. They had so a I dude mean, from the Germs in the band, and there's a freaking drummer that's more famous than him. Like, why did... What's his name from that punk band? The guy who's, like, kind of darker skin with curly hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sneet. Didn't he play in the Germs? I swear to God. Yeah, he did. He did, yeah. That's, like... Very influential punk band, right? And so he should be like super duper famous, but nope, Taylor drummer, just because he has a presence and he's better looking. That's I'm probably sure. it, but whatever. There's and then there's the weird guy too. That but Taylor's got like side projects and stuff already. Does he? Yeah, like Travis Barker style, where he where he's like the beat maker. No, where he like actually sings and plays guitar and stuff. Oh, right on. That's yeah, cool. I think he's a. But so so let's get into this. Uh, who top five drummers of all time? Um, and now I'm not a great drummer mind, but I've, I've kind of got top five in my mind. Tony Thaxton, Tony Braxton, Tony Thaxton. Oh, uh, so that guy up there on the way left. Okay, um, um, only because I've been like really high and just like zoned in on his, just listening to it. It's like just getting my lost favorite thing to do when I go to a show is watching the drummers for whatever reason. And I'm not, a, just, I'm not a drummer, but that's still my favorite thing to do. It is fun to watch them. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, who is, uh, is it Bono? The John, Bono, the guy from Led Zeppelin? He's pretty good. Okay. He died early, but he was good. I don't know. Uh, Travis, or Travis Barker, you think so? Not, well, that's not who I was going for. Oh, sorry. Uh, Lee, who's Lee? Pamela Anderson. Oh, Tommy, oh Lee. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Yeah, and he's one of the most famous drummers too. Right. I'm. I mean, I don't want to say the guy from Rush because that's cliche, but I mean the guy from Rush. You're, you guys are missing an obvious one. Who am I missing? The guy from Def Leppard. Ringo Starr. <laughs> the guy who only had one arm. He does it with one arm. So he's obviously. Okay, he? that joke went way better the other last time I told it. <laughs> <laughs> so so the reason I, I started thinking about this is because, like, uh, during the show, Dave Grohl went up and played drums, and then Taylor came out in front, and, and they did Queen by Under Pressure, or Under Pressure by Queen. Um, but made me start thinking of, like, that's probably two of the best drummers Queen of all time. Queen by Under Pressure. Yeah. Two of the best drummers of all time in the same band right now. You think Taylor's one of the best of all time? In, like, 2006, he was voted, like, the best rock drummer. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, by who though? Because um, Rolling Stone just put out the top fifty best pop punk albums of all time, and they put in Rancid and the Ramones. I'm like, that's, that's not pop punk. That's straight punk. You can't put that in there, and then not include like. And then they put like Blink One Eighty Two, Dude Ranch in like the top ten. I'm like, no, 
it's a good album, but it's not the. Well, I mean, fair enough. But I'm just saying to me. So who is your source for ranking the top? What poll was that? I don't remember offhand, Tim. I didn't see it. This guy doesn't about research his shit. Rancid and it's playing on the thing. And, and you plan that? It did make me think of that article. That's why. That's why they ended up in this in this playlist. But I mean, it was <laughs> it was a 2006 thing. I mean, I can find it again if it's that big of a deal. No, it's no. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, no, nobody me. cares about drum talk. Okay, fine. Drum line to drum talk. But I mean, I I thought Phil Collins. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. Oh, what about didn't um, Sting Phil play drums? Drum? <laughs> <laughs> he was at one time. He played the whole like. Yes. Are you sure he played it? Yes. I don't buy your... You know what he's talking about. I don't buy it. You know what Genesis... He was the lead singer and drummer. I didn't know he was a drummer. He did the weird thing like with the kid from Hanson. Um, the the mic that would come off and his he ear. Dr- and, he and he drummed. drummed. Yeah, and it's weird. Why would you... I don't know if I would feel comfortable watching a concert where the lead singer is also the drummer. Well, just the other—I mean, the other night Taylor was singing while he was playing drums, but he had like the the mic off to the side like this. Right, and would, right. But he's not the lead singer. Every single song. Not every is, song. No, no. He did a few. He likes to have the stony home. So when Genesis was doing concerts back in the day, would he like sit in the traditional drum spot like I, behind I, the band? I never want, went to a Genesis show. Or would it be I feel like, like I saw a VH1 Storytellers thing? And I feel like he was on the drums with one of those stupid microphones that went around his, like, a headset, basically. And he was behind the kit, just with the band in front of him. I'm like... Because it would be way cooler if he was was front and center behind the kit and the... the (laughs) <laughs> the band well, was like behind the band him. Was behind him. <laughs> the front bottoms um, <laughs> officially have two members: the singer and the drummer. So they put the singer up front and the drummer up front, but to the side. Nobody is officially in back. Yes. They're just all in a row. That's the way. That's the way Royal Blood is too. Like is the drummer is off to the one side. You know, there's there only even... two of them in there though. Right. That's so it. It's like White Stripe style. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, do you guys think the Foo Fighters are the biggest band currently? Like the biggest rock band currently? No. Who would you say it is? Cage the Elephant. Just just seriously, just look up what Cage the Elephant did in 2017. You'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Like as far as like record sales, concert sales, like everything? Um, ticket sales, yes, probably not. Because um, Foo Fighters are always going to sell more records than the newer right. bands. And that's why I'm asking. I mean, do you think like... And also, Cage the Elephant, I think, is the best band right now. Well, I'm not asking about best. I'm just saying like <laughs> biggest, most popular, like... They had a good summer. Let's say that. Yeah. Oh, I should take this down. And to too. your to your happiness, Tim, they only played three songs off the new album. Yeah, because they knew they're, you know. Well, we I, only got three songs off the new album I that think, are playable. So I had reviewed the playlist, and the playlist had been pretty much, or the set list had been pretty much the same for every show. Yeah. And I do that when I'm at a show that I don't want to be at. <laughs> so I go pull it up on my phone, like the opening act or something sucks. Yeah. Like festivals, I'm like, hang on, let's see, we got three songs left. Yeah. <laughs> So, but they came out and like opened with Everlong, which it's a big song. They'd been closing. That was like the closing song in the rest of the tour. So they kind of came out and did like four or five straight of their like biggest hits to open the show. Maybe it was because of his voice. That's what I'm thinking too, is because of their voice. Like he's like, okay, in case I can't get through this, let's get the biggest hits that people want to hear the most out of the way. Such a smart guy. And have them done. Can you give me a hop lift? Because then they actually ended up closing with. Um, I for 
they did a ACDC cover and uh, Dirty Water off the new album were two, and then one of their older songs were the final three songs. But I was kind of surprised, you know, that they you know they only did the three new songs or three songs off the new album. Sometimes that happens. Um, the album just came out, and a lot of times, like if you're going out to support it, you don't play because it just came out. People haven't fully digested it. But yet. I think they did more of that. There's because of the tour. voice thing though too, because oh, yeah. like the other the other set list that I saw, they did like five six songs off the new album. Okay, well, but they did. He, but he they, wanted to play the hits for what they, he could. And they and I think part of that too is they made a big deal out of the fact that they've never been to Sioux Falls before, so they were making up for lost time. Oh man, I hope they went to the Corn Palace. I hope they made a detour. That was in Mitchell. Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> I heard uh, Mike they went Mil- to the Empire Mall too. Uh, Mike Miller actually Dope grew Mall. up in the Corn Palace. Say that again, <laughs> Mike Miller. I grew up in the Corn Palace. In the Corn Palace. Don't know what that is. Describe like... That's just a fucking joke. Okay. But he is from Mitchell. I thought you were going to say like, well, his parents were like the curators, so he like literally was like (laughs) in there as a kid running around. That would have been more amazing, but Mike Miller is from Mitchell, South Dakota. Corey, when you go to stand-up shows, do you laugh ever? (laughs) Usually when something's funny, I do. Okay. I don't like this studio audience behind me because I feel like I'm being mocked right now. Oh, man. Um, well, we're going to be tearing this whole place apart this weekend. We will re-angle the table for well, you. Well, good. I want the studio audience over there. No, they're staying there. They but can stand against we'll the wall. angle the table that way. Um, we're like laying down carpet this weekend. Do you think, and this conversation has been had before, but do you... Th- going somewhere, Andy? I was going to use the restroom. Okay, go ahead. Can you ask... Do you need him for that? We'll no, get, we'll get I mean, my input. Go ahead. I was going to ask: Do you think that Nirvana would be where the Foo Fighters are now if Nirvana was still a thing? No, because I think that Kurt was too much self-aware and too much in his head that he was so freaked out that like I can't sell out, I can't do this. That he was so nervous about making a bad record that he said it's perfect now, just fucking end it. And that's what I think would have happened: that he would have made a mediocre record and people would have stopped caring and he was nervous about not being cool and all that that's what i think i totally agree with all that and even if he would have gotten past that it would be like all the bands we talked about earlier that can't sell their new music doesn't get any play right it would have been like that i think that yeah but the Foo fighters have been around for over 20 years and they're still selling out places Yes, there are a few exceptions to the really cool bands. And also, if you take a big break and then you come back, that's also big. ELO is going to tour for the first time since 1982. I'm like, when you first said ELO, I, LFO came into my head. <laughs> I'm like, that guy's dead. <laughs> but cross him off. <laughs> cross him off. We need a major league poster. Um, Gaslight toured for a whole tour with, um, I saw it. Actually, in a couple tours, with the drumhead as just the coach of Major League. The, nice. Yeah, that was on their drumhead in black and white. It was nice. really cool. <laughs> and then now, the Brian Fallon and the Crows, he was touring with, uh, he did it on The Daily Show, too. So there's video of Trevor Noah asking him, why is Nicolas Cage on your drumhead? He's like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you get Randy Jackson's signature? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So... Hey, I wanted to bring back one more thing about Fast and the Furious that that I was watching the other night. Um, because Chrissy said something that was hilarious and made me laugh. 
So that's right. Yeah, I was excited to hear this. We were watching. It was the scene with the parachuting cars. <laughs> Off to a great start. It and was the scene with the parachuting cars. That's a great sentence. <laughs> she, I look over her at her, and she's got this look of like, are you effing kidding me on her face? And she stands up, and she's about to leave the room, and all, and, and she says, that is the most unrealistic thing I have ever seen in a movie, and I've seen all of the Twilight movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That uh, went over better in real life. Guess you had to be there. Parts of it seemed fake. <laughs> yeah, parts of it seemed a little fake. I, yeah, I used to do a bit. I've done it a million times, so all my friends that are listening are like, duh, I know what he's going to say. Fuck this. But that Superman movie? Okay. Superman Returns, the one that did terribly, like in 2004. Is that the one with, like, Brandon something or other? I couldn't tell you. But there's a part where this guy, like, it's like the pinnacle part of the movie, and Superman's fighting the bad guy, and the bad guy pulls out a gun, and then he shoots him. And a bullet comes in slow motion, and it hits him in the eye, and the bullet shatters, and it doesn't affect him at all. And I'm like, yes, fucking awesome. But the guy in the row behind me goes, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, this is where I made up all the shit. I go, hang on. Guy flies around the city all day, and this is the part you can't get on board with? Right. (laughs) Like, the guy flies up and grabs a plane that's crashing and lands it down gently in the middle of Yankee Stadium, and this is the part where you're like, yeah, they probably brought in some of that computer stuff. What's that called? CGI? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is CGI? You remember that Adam Sandler with the goat? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, they superimposed me. (laughs) I heard the guy walk away, what superimposed? (laughs) My favorite Adam Sandler bit ever, which I listened to recently and it doesn't hold up, was the wheezing uh, um, Fatty McGee. Oh, yeah. Oh, just because I think it's Tim Meadows who just blurts out. when You you can hear Fatty McGee coming and he just goes, oh, no, Fatty McGee is coming. (laughs) Yeah. What's up, fellas? Uh, I realized that my oldest son has been was listening to the Adam Sandler CD. What the hell happened? That's yeah. like a great title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that the was that the really popular one, or was that the one that came out? What was the one that like the, the next one that wasn't so popular? Oh, I don't know. With I like the lonesome kicker on it. Oh, I don't know. Is uh, I Napstered his shit, so I don't okay. really know what was on what. I gotcha. Yeah, I hit a shit in Napster when I was in seventh grade. That was like the time to be laughing at the jerky boys and all that. Yep. The you kicked my dog bit. I was howling when I heard that for the first time. <laughs> and now if somebody kicked your dog, you'd kill them. Well, th- I would still laugh. Oh. No, no, not that. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> your dog's wearing a scarf. Yeah, she's a fashionista. I see. What'd you think of the Vikings this week? Um, th- do you want to hear my take? I do. Okay. Case 187. I think that um, the Vikings have been very inconsistent this year. When they have great games, there's no, like, person you can rely on. It seems like every week there is one star of the game. And this week it was Adam Thielen. Uh, early in the season it was Kyle Rudolph when he had Sam Bradford. Um, you know, digs for a little bit. Um, 
McKinnon in London. It seems like there's no, like, consistency with the whole offense that scores. It seems like every week it's like one guy is hot, and eventually it's like, well, why can't they all be playing, like, together? That's a very good yeah, take. But, like, we have a diverse portfolio. You can't stop. Right. I, was, I wanted someone to tear me down because I'm like, why did I think of this? Should no. I share it? No, I, I think I think you're right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's why they all break out like that is because like defense is like we got a key on this guy. You know, we got a key on this guy. I've been right. getting lambasted because I said they were going to be awful, and and I don't want to hear your record prediction in week thirteen. No, I, I'm just <laughs> I, I'm saying. So I'm not ready to give a full fledged apology yet, but. If they beat the Rams this week, who have the Rams played? I should have looked that up because I feel like they the Rams have have beaten way better teams than the Vikings have. Have they? Okay, the Vikings the only win. and the thing with the Rams is the bad teams they kick the shit out of exactly. And that was my argument on the group text with Josh Willie this week was that you know name the, drop the Rams the Rams have beaten the Seahawks the Rams have have beaten. Uh, the Falcons. The, I mean, the Rams have beaten good teams, and then when they've played the shitty teams, I don't think they beat the Se- they didn't beat the Seahawks. They did. No, they didn't. They uh, Cooper Cup dropped a pass. They were um, dropped a catch away from beating the Seahawks. great podcast. Hey, I just want to say this too while you're looking things up. Um, I was grabbing the schedule off of Google and apparently when you do it on a Windows computer it's a different. Uh, they give you more info. They give you like the, the lowest uh, tickets prices that you can find. I was doing it on my laptop. Nice. Um, like most average this week at like 120 is the lowest. Browns were $5 at Cleveland. $5. If I was in Cleveland, I would be like sign up now. Let's say we were here. <laughs> Get season tickets for life. Let's get on board because in 10 years we can say, oh, look at all these bandwagon fans. <laughs> Fair enough. $5. So I've looked, I, I, found my, I found my info. So the Rams uh, crushed the 49ers. They crushed the Cowboys. Or I shouldn't say crushed. They beat the Cowboys by five. Um, they did lose to the Seahawks, and you're right. They scored 27 points against the Jaguars, who have a great defense, and beat the Jaguars. Um, they've beat the Cardinals by 33 points, um, and then they they beat the Ram or the Texans, which I mean, yeah, they're without their quarterback now. But I mean, when they're playing teams like the Giants and the Cardinals and the 49ers, they're doing what they should, and they're they're crushing these teams. Can we get back to the point where I was right and you were wrong about what? Seahawks. That's the whole point. You fucking looked it up. Right, and you were right, Jesus but I wanted Christ. to look up and see who the Ra- who the Rams beat. The Rams are beating good teams, and then they're crushing the bad teams. And that's what I've been saying about the Vikings all year is that they're playing shitty teams and barely winning. And he's going to say, "Well, they beat the Browns by three scores." That's the shittiest of shitty teams. Yeah, and the Ram or the Browns hung with them for three quarters. Okay, they hung with the Lions too for three quarters, and the Lions beat us. They hung with Steelers. Lions are a better team than the Vikings. Yeah, they hung with the Steelers. Week one. True thing. That was like week three. That's my only was week take. one. That, that's we like beat the, the Saints in week I watched one. The no, entire the, season. The Browns hung with the Steelers week oh, one. Oh, I got you. I'm saying I keep coming back to that because that was the only week in football that I think I watched every game that was on TV. Like, like I was so excited for football, and then I just, like, why am I watching a Browns just, game in week two? Turn it off. <laughs> so, all right. Obviously, I was wrong on the Vikings record. I mean, the offensive line has played way better than way better than I think anybody have expected way them to. Way better. Um, Riley Reef is, like, legit. Right. 
Um, our quarterback play has been, you know, I mean, with Case Keenum has been surprisingly, Case 187. surprisingly good. Um, but I'm just, I'm concerned about the, I guess, the inconsistency and the fact that, I mean, the Redskins offense for three quarters drove up and down the field on us pretty easily, or for at least the first half, drove up and down the field on us pretty easily. Okay, but uh, we, we matched up, them, like, first drive, opening drive for us, opening drive for they've them. Got we a matched shit, them. They've got an absolute shit secondary. Of course we were going to pass the ball and score against them. But if we've got an elite Super Bowl caliber defense and we give up 30 points to the Redskins. Everson Griffin was out. And I mean, I get that. I mean, that's understandable. And they scored 14 points off. Two interceptions. Two interceptions. So it wasn't their offense. So take those two interceptions away, minus 30. They the scored 16 points. You can't take them away. Yeah, but that's not on the defense. It's on the team as a whole, though, Andy. But it's not on the defense, and that's what you were just bitching about. Yeah, they went back and forth. How many points did the, the defense first? give up? The defense still gave up the points after the interceptions. You're fucking joking my ass, dude. Like, what are you talking about? How'd they get the two touch? How did didn't the offense score the it's touchdown? It's called field position. So if well, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So okay. So you get that. So you understand that it wasn't on the defense; it was on the offense. Aren't you at all concerned about the way this team is playing against shitty teams? No, you're not. Like the are you talking about this game? The Redskins. The Redskins are a decent team. They just beat Seattle in Seattle. Now we went on the road to Washington and beat them. Like. We kind of just, like, whooped up on them. It wasn't – we kind of, like, fucked up a little bit at the end, but really we kicked their ass. We – Like, we, at the end it kind of got like, oh, maybe. We but, like, back we kicked their ass. For the entire first half. You keep on talking about one half of football. You talked about with the Browns game, now you're talking about with the Washington game. It's four-quarter game, Corey. It's not one half. Is it four quarters? You just it's channeled your inner Gerbschmidt on that one. It's four-quarter game, Corey. It's a four-quarter game. <laughs> well, it's... It's <laughs> like one half. Well, we, they hung with us for one half. Half? Like... Okay, if you're going to be technical, can I just say this on that bullshit group text that lit up my phone, which none of you assholes have to work, apparently? You kept saying, you all vetoed it. Veto. We voted against. Veto means that the governor or you, the commissioner, decides to change it. We he kept saying nonstop, everybody vetoed it. We all vetoed it. No, 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 no. We voted against the trade. This is narrow casting to like 10 people and maybe three of them listen. But you know what Probably. I'm saying? Veto is not the we're, correct we're term. We're lucky if three of them listen. Look at, 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 look at. It's uh, Andy, I'm just saying about the Vikings. I'm concerned about what they're. Everyone's talking about this is a Super Bowl caliber team, and they're going to make a deep. Who's everyone? No, That's, I, I, no I, one's. Like, saying I don't that. think it. Nobody thinks it's Super Bowl caliber. I just think we have a chance to win. I don't know an NFC North and maybe and make it to it. I don't see it. We'll being be, we're going to win. The, we're going to win the North and lose in the first of, round of the playoffs. I don't again. see it. Yeah. For it to be Saints Vikings NFC Championship rematch, I mean we have a good chance to make happening. it to the final eight, and from there it's two coin flips to the Super Bowl. Yeah, is that Super Bowl caliber? We're gonna lose when we start playing good teams. We're gonna lose to the Rams. We're gonna lose to the Falcons. We're gonna lose to the Panthers. We were supposed to lose against uh, last week, but I don't know. We didn't. <laughs> Okay, there's a big difference between the Rams and the Falcons and the down. Panthers. Good take, Tim. 
and the Redskins. Okay, the Panthers got to be on, though, because when they're off, they've been horrible this year. And they've been on pretty much for the last four weeks. Yeah, Cam looked really good last weekend. Yeah, they're 6-3. and three. And his postgame attire. And we were actually favored in Washington. So were we? we weren't supposed to lose, yeah. Okay. That's my concern, is I just... I tried to talk so that high aspirations get out of this. Okay. Low expectations, <laughs> momentum slower. I will be definitely excited and rooting for the Vikings to win every Sunday. And if they beat the Rams this week, I'll come on this podcast next week and give a full apology. Gross. <laughs> well, what if uh, like they beat us in the first half, but we win the game? Then. We'll- Will that be good enough for you? Yeah, no kidding. What if we do win it in overtime by a field goal? (laughs) But we were down by 13 in the first half. The Rams are a good team. That's fine. What I'm saying is that we shouldn't be doing that with shitty teams. The Rams are killing. The Rams have four wins by 25 or more points because they're when they're playing these shitty teams, they're crushing these shitty teams, not barely squeaking out of a game with a win. When you're playing, if you're a good team that's, Gonna be make a play, deep playoff run. When you play these shitty teams, you need to crush them. You need to lead from beginning to end. You can't have them hanging with you for three quarters and and have it be close. If you're a top quality team and you're playing a team that hasn't won a fucking game all year, you you can't do that. You can do whatever you want as long as the score is in your favor at the end, Corey. And what I'm saying is that's an indicator. You think that's how the Patriots felt in the Super Bowl last year? I think it's an indicator of where, <laughs> what this team is going to do. I think the fact that this team struggled. The Falcons around, were kicking our ass at halftime. 23-3. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, do, I do think it's an indicator of what this team is going to do when they start playing better teams in this last five, six weeks of the season. Okay, we'll see. I agree. We're not going to go... If I'm uh, wrong, I'll apologize next week. I'll come on here and I'll apologize to all these people that ripped me on Facebook because I said that I think the Vikings are going to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. And it can still happen. With the record that they have left, they've only got two games that are really like, we should have those in the bag. The Bengals and the Bears. Every other game that they've got left. Bengals, though? Okay. The Bengals aren't very good this year. They suck. I fucking hate the Bengals. That's going to be the team we lose to, though, I bet. Probably. We'll probably lose to the Bears, too. We'll probably lose out. We won't lose to the Bears. And what's your fantasy football team name in the Sandboard League? Uh, mine? No, Corey. Who what, gives a F? That's what you named it to? I want to talk about that for a little bit. What do you want to talk about? Uh, Yeah, hang on. Let's come back. Never mind. The year was 2017. <laughs> It was one week ago. I received a text, a group text. I had numbers in there that I did not know. In fact, I only knew who two of the numbers were. Somebody likes zombie porn. That's true. Who was? Oh, that was Tom. Yeah, that was Chrissy's brother. <laughs> that was his reply to the whole group text was, you guys should Google zombie porn. Um, okay, so... It was cartoon zombie porn. Oh, yeah, cartoon zombie porn. Because the real stuff is gross. Yeah, I mean, let's... I mean, did you Google... Have some taste. Did you Google cartoon zombie porn? I no, banged I it. I, I, I said it. that I, I did, either. like, later. I didn't either. To make a did joke. Did you guys know but... that apparently now Go Go Duck or Duck Duck Go is the... It's called Duck Duck Grey Duck. Get out of here. No, Duck Duck Go is, like, the new search engine to use because they don't, like, track your stuff, like... So we're going to hide, like, the porn Who's from they? your wife? They don't. 
uh, whoever they is. I'm just saying. Mr. Robot. DuckDuckGo as a company does not, like, save your searches and, like... I don't care. I actually well, I don't wish, care either, I actually wish they would because then you get those cool like state by state what are they into surveys at the end of the year, you know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And then like on the power trip they read all of them. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> so when you're looking up cartoon zombie porn, yeah, it's counting. What's the top Google thing in Minnesota? Well, right. on November 10th we should, it was let's do it. cartoon Listeners, zombie porn. Let's start a campaign to get everybody on like, you know, December 23rd. Let's all Google it 25 times in a row and try to just get our stats up there. <laughs> so we can get on a list. <laughs> so that's what Minnesota is known for. Is cartoon zombie porn. Iowa would still be like moms. <laughs> <laughs> Not MILFs, moms. <laughs> Gilfs in North Dakota. Gilfs. Silfs in Texas. That's sandwiches. Um, <laughs> you ever have a good one? <laughs> oh, man. That is disgusting. That is disgusting. Okay, so we had a trade happen in one of our fantasy football leagues that sparked a whole shitload of controversy, and it got these two yelling at each other like they're an old married couple, and I just kind of sat back and said something every now and then. And one time it got responded to by a bunch of you. <laughs> um, so let's just take it away. Um, Corey, what was your – you proposed a trade, right? I did. And the league as a whole could vote on it, which is how it should be. Because you don't want one of those things where maybe somebody benches a player so that it, somebody could win, you know, or, you know. Especially in our league where... Did that ever happen? Collusion could be ripe because there are lots of... Husband and wives, fathers, me and Colton are both in it, my wife's in it, you and Bobby are in it. Uh, yeah. Brooke and Tyler. Brooke and Tyler, yep. I mean, it's possible. And that's I had this conversation with my brother. I mean, Chrissy and Bobby. Bro- my brother, Chrissy and Tommy. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, Chrissy and my Bobby, best friends. Yep. You know. And I had this conversation with with my brother then on on Saturday. We were talking about this trade, and and I said, you know, if you guys, because he's like, oh, it's your brother in law. I'm like, but you're my brother. And I said, we didn't like plan a trade. I'm like, this trade wasn't like I was like, hey, Bobby, your team sucks. Trade me your best players. Like I made him countless trade offers, and he countered. We had like two to three weeks of like trade like negotiations before we finally went through with one, which I thought was a really fair trade. And everybody else apparently, well, actually, well, we come to find out that the Yahoo settings that you can't change is that to veto or to, to override a trade. I assumed was over had to be over half the league. Yes. I think we all did. We all assumed that. And come to find out, it had to be a third of the league. So in our 12-man league, we needed four votes to override a trade. Which, which I think is because, bullshit. Which to me is stupid. they know like not everyone's going to vote on that? That's why they put that in there? Because they, they account for that? Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. But like talking to Chad, Chad Chad vetoed it because he thought it was a stupid trade. He can't veto it. You can veto it. He fine, voted against fine. it. Fine, he voted against it. No, it says veto. If you click... No, like it the- says vote against. Okay. Right, but then because but, I didn't click it the second time. But, but then, like, in <laughs> but in my in my commissioner settings, it says like when it shows the trade that was attempted, it says trade vetoed. Because you're so the as a whole, as a whole, you vetoed. We, we the, all vetoed. You yeah. vetoed it. Yeah, okay. So everyone voted against it, but as a whole, you vetoed it. Um, so Chad says that was a garbage trade. You were giving up trash players 
for his best player. Do you remember what the players. trade was? I do. Um, I was trading away Michael Thomas, Ty Montgomery, the Wendy's, okay. and Doug Martin. Okay. And I was acquiring Devontae Parker and Todd Gurley. So I was trading... Todd Gurley is badass. That's a good... Yeah. So I was trading away my top receiver, my leading scoring wide receiver, who was projected to be a top wide receiver in fantasy this year and has been consistently putting up good numbers every week with the exception he's had one or two weeks where he didn't put up very good numbers. Um, and I gave up Doug Martin, who Doug Martin's had a very good couple weeks since he came back from his suspension. He's been consistent. And if you look at his upcoming schedule, he's playing some terrible running defenses, so he's projected to finish out the season strong. So I gave up my number two running back, my number one ride receiver, and Ty Montgomery, who can be Ty Montgomery when, you know. Didn't he get hurt? Is that? Well, he's back and healthy now, but they had that rookie that come in and is getting the touches now at running back. But, okay. you know, I mean. Right. His depth, was, whatever. Right. I had no problem with it. And and I was getting Devontae Parker, who has been garbage all year, and then I was getting Todd Gurley. I mean, he was obviously the centerpiece of the trade. Now, Chad, when I explained it to Chad like that, like, Chad, I was giving up my number one wide receiver, my number two running back. Well, then Chad was like, well, who does Michael Thomas even play for? Who is he? And I'm like, okay, so because you don't recognize the name right away, you're voting I mean, again. your brother's obviously not very smart. We can <laughs> go there when it comes to fantasy football. Trap, admittedly. Trap admitted to vetoing it or voting against it strictly because I was playing him that week, and he didn't want me to have the extra players against him. And he told me on Thursday night that he vetoed it because he thought it would be funny. Yes. Uh, that's And then I also told you why. Plus, you're winning. I don't want you to be doing well. I, he's you, not you, winning. You conveni- he's five and five. But Well, he's way above me. I suck. He conveniently left that part out of the group text. which my, So I'm just there like, oh, he's just hanging me out to dry. Because you go, <laughs> Tim specifically <laughs> said on Thursday night he only did it because he thought you it was did. funny. You were laughing. <laughs> I vetoed it. Yeah, I said no, and yeah, what did you say? I said I think that's a perfectly valid reason. But that's only three people, and I think Tom was the fourth. We okay. haven't we haven't had and we haven't had the fourth person actually admit to it, but I believe it was Tom. This so, is such a stinky league for drama. There's something every, every year. year, and that's why that's why that's what pissed me off. It's just like, do you know why if Tim vetoed it that voted against that he thought it'd be funny? Because of the way that you reacted, Corey. Corey, Probably. and how did Corey react? Uh, I'm quitting the league. I'm fucking done. And then the ne- I'm benching everyone the next week. I'm playing, but I'm protesting. Like like you- a petulant child. Just no. like you announced to everyone on Facebook how you're quitting Facebook. No. And now you're on Facebook telling everyone. I said the protest thing because Andy was the one that's like, I'm playing, I'm playing under protest now because you... Because were- what happened after the, the trade got vetoed? Officially by the owners. So that evening, I resubmitted the same trade to, to, to Bobby, and he accepted. And you are the... Commissioner. Commissioner of the league. Yep. So I went in and just clicked commissioner approved. Wielded unilateral powers. Yep. Here's what I like. Um, favorite parts of the text. You're about to get into something, but... You were fucking serious. In a $20 league, you're like, I choose to play with honor. You said that. You said, I play with honor. I'm like, 
What? Which the is not true. Fuck. Why would you say that? That is so weird. Because <laughs> which is not true. Because I do take fantasy seriously. Like, why would you undermine the league like that, Corey? I like. He your- obviously went shady as fuck. Right. Yeah, I know. I agree. But this, that part I don't. This ag- year, that's some slimy shit. I don't agree with. Fine, and I admitted to it. I admitted my wrongdoing, and I corrected it. But what I'm saying oh, is, oh, you didn't. This you, league, you didn't just correct it. It took some severe coercing for you to be like, okay. Well, no. Ooh, what ooh. else? What did I offer to do? I offered to forfeit the rest of the season, and you guys said no. That's you not have to honorable do that. either. Why not? I play with honor, and no, you said this. Corey, you said this. Sorry, I thought you did. You said, I play with honor and wouldn't use a trade veto as a way to win. I had to be dishonorable to match the rest of you owners. <laughs> because, let's talk about what, what... Oh, no, you said here, because it was vetoed for BS reasons that you all agreed with was BS. And then you said, too much collusion in this league. Yeah. Which happens in the past, and that's why I was like, you know you guys, what, you guys... It's a $20 league! It's yeah. a $20 league! Can I say something about that $20 league, though? I don't care about the money in this league. To me, it's the brag... Like, this league is the most important one to me for bragging rights. I do, it's the only one I can afford around here. But, when when every year in this league there's some sort of collusion, whether it's Andy mm-hmm. picking up players to prevent someone else from getting him because, to help his wife, or sorry, his significant other, to help her team... That was a shit show. Yeah, I know. Or, or uh, <laughs> I watched it happen. I didn't participate in the conversation, or, but I watched it. Or happen. Tyler benching, Tyler benching his team because his the wife game. needs the win to get into the playoffs. So don't anybody in this fucking league talk to me about dishonorable and cheat to win bullshit. This league, you don't use a fucking vote against a trade to prevent another like. It's one thing to be like, that trade's unfair. That trade is unbalanced. We can vote against it. And here, But to I, use it as a tool to be like, I just, I, I'm close to you in the standings and I can't see your team get better because that's not what it's supposed to be for. And I totally agree with you on everything about that. But the second that the league says no, and then you fucking just unwieldy, just go off on your fucking own self and be like, oh, I'm the commissioner. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Watch this, motherfuckers. Trade goes through. Well, it was a new... Like, tr- it was with, tech, like and tech- I didn't even know, like, I don't get email updates or anything. I was like, what's going on? Like, I don't even know what's happening. Te- technically, it's a new trade, Andy, because R- I sent Robert a new Kraft trade in the house, ladies and gentlemen. And then you push it through immediately. I did, yeah. And that undermines the whole integrity that you just get to decide what's right and what's wrong. Uh, does Scott McIntosh do that in our other league? Fuck no. He does too. No, he doesn't. There haven't been leagues where times where he's pushed a trade through just to, so it doesn't have to go through the waiting period? The only time that happens is right before keepers are due. If trades are made in that period. Right, but I'm saying that's the only you and time. Tim could make a trade and I could go through and that's not the, wait for the wait not wait for the league vote and I could push that trade through immediate commissioner approved. Click, it's done. That, that but never, just because it's my trade, I'm not allowed to do that. Would you do it for anybody else? If I made a trade with Tim and I was like, "Hey, commish, can you push this through?" I would look be, at so yeah, that's fair. I'll push it through. No, that's bullshit, Corey. And if it got vetoed, I couldn't come to you and be like, Hey, I'm going to re-propose this trade with Tim. Before it gets vetoed this time, uh, can you just, like, push it through? Like, you abused your power to the utmost extent. Fine, then I don't want to be commissioner anymore. How's that? 
Let's Fine, do it. No be commissioner anymore. Me and you, me and you co-commish. That's I'm fine. You guys, and this guy moisturizes. That was another high five. You, you guys can have it. Okay. Because I'm sick of dealing with it, to be quite honest with My you. My first order of business, let's kick Corey out. Fine. I think we need a league vote on that. Oh, yeah. Wait. We only need three people to vote on it, though. We need four. Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> Tim talks like this, but Tim caught me in the grocery store. After all of last year's drama when I said, I you know what? Say, where did he catch you? This, this, <laughs> because, you know, remember, was it last year when we had all the drama with, with it was yeah. with you, yeah, Andy. Yeah, it was with you. Where we had all the drama with you that you caused last year with your collusion and your bullshit last about year. About what? When oh, you. We just talked about this. Right. Dude, like that was five like, minutes ago. Four years that was three years ago, mm-hmm. but we talked about it just recently in the grocery store. You were saying, but no, before but I, we start, like in this the spring. was this was like last year, the year after we ran into each other in the grocery store. And Tim's like, You can't really like not do fantasy football anymore. We have to have that league. I love that league. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Honestly, Tim, I'm like, I don't know. I said, We probably will do it. No, you, you have did thought it. about it. You did not before. say that though. You, you have thought no, about you Andy, didn't. Yeah. You said no. We joke like this all the time. Yeah, we're gonna do it. I don't know because you That's know, like you five years ago, Andy had the drama with Gary Goldblum. It was in the pizza aisle. Oh man, you were were you there for Team Gary? Oh nine was my first year. And then actually, I was there. Was no, a, you were there for Team had, Gary. I don't know what happened, but I remember there being a. And team then you Gary. had the drama with Tyler and Andy, and me and Tyler. Like everyone was kind of pissed at Tyler that year. What happened with Tyler? That was when he benched. It had something to do with him doing something with his team to help Brooke get into the playoffs. I had no problem with that. How long ago was it? He benched Hernandez. <laughs> okay. You remember that? And then you picking up players to just to prevent Trap from getting them or whatever the circumstance was last year. That's what happened. That wasn't last year. That was like three years ago. It was like last year. Anyway. That was a while ago. Like, this is the only league I play in where people board. just pull that, like, underhanded... Sneaky shit, like, and to me it's dumb, and that's why I pulled the whole like tongue in cheek. Like I play this game with honor. I wasn't like, yeah, you tried to accuse me of being like with honor. It's like I ain't got fucking honor. It's Corey's one that's got honor. Fuck that shit. Corey's the one who's trying to like wield power like he's George W. Bush and start a goddamn war in Iraq. No, I'm Roger, like I'm going to war, bitches. I'm Roger Goodell. I just do what I want. With yes, my league. and you're like, asking for healthcare and shit. Lifetime. I know. And that's fine, Andy. You can be the commissioner of the league next year. And then you can push your trades through. <laughs> fine, because I would never let's talk. abuse my power like that, Corey. You can be the face of this league. Let's talk off mic. I'd like to be your manager. I have heard, I, I, commissioning a league does suck, Corey. I will give it. I will give you that. It sucks. Do you even collect the money? Do you pay out the money? I collected the, the money and paid out last year. Yeah, what did you do with my it, 60 bucks? Your, 60. Uh, your brother seems to be like, oh, I didn't even know there was an entry fee. That, shut that, up. That was, on the, that was on the group text. I know, but he was joking. He was joking. I don't know if Chad oh, was joking. We no, know he, he was, that's why I made the joke about $60, because I overpay. And like, Corey's been making me pay 60 <laughs> No, yes. Everybody's paid and, yes. and has paid and been paid, with the exception of this year. The only person that has paid their league fees this year is Tim. How is that possible? You should have to pay before you draft, I think. You should. Well, we're in that other league where we just no. cut, where we just pay the winner at the end. Which is bullshit, too. That's dumb, too. But no one wants to do League Safe. I like the one where... League do, Safe is bullshit. I like the one where we do have a Fuck couple... Fuck Paul Charchian. I like the ones where we do PayPal. 
Because that makes it easy. You just send the money to the people and you're done. I wish you would have done that for when I was in college because you never responded to my text. And I would always say, what's your address? Like every two weeks and I would never get a text back. And then one day you go on the message board and you're like, the following teams have not paid. I'm like, I'm trying to write, to mail you <laughs> during the season because you would not get back to me. I'm like, you're such an asshole. I don't remember that. I do. It was early in my fantasy losing days. Um, it was like 09, 10 maybe. So we need to get out of these per- this time period. This weird saying that was back in the uh, the twelves. The twelves. Yes, we're just like right, let's get into the twenties. We yes. need to hurry up and get the twenties. <laughs> back in twenty two. That sounds good. So yeah. So I abused my power last week, and and I did admit that part of it was because I went home and had a little bit of a buzz on after doing the show, and was like, F Corey, these guys. you had a two year old temper tantrum meltdown. And also, I I, Andy, I like the balls move that you have. A, you know, you don't put everyone on the group text because you already know Chrissy's first response: "Take me out of this." <laughs> you like, can't put your kid on there yeah. because there's going to be some shit on there. <laughs> but Bobby was definitely not included in the first place. <laughs> well, but, I wasn't on the first one. But and appara- night, apparently, either Bobby, because then that you, night I wasn't on there. You texted Bobby the message about like how people were complaining. Well, yeah, I only texted you, the you, people that were pissed. I was never pissed in the first place. Well, neither was I. I was Until just telling you abused your power. I was just tongue in cheek, like the next day when we were tongue doing, in cheek. When we were the next day, you were furious, Corey. The next day when we were doing the group text thing, and you guys were all accusing me. Half the shit I was doing was like tongue in cheek about the being honorable and shit like that, because this league is so ridiculous. That's what it is. It's ridiculous. The fact that Chad vetoed a trade because he didn't recognize the names because he's not knowledgeable enough to know that Michael Thomas is a top wide receiver in the NFL. Come on. Michael Thomas, like, related to the Wendy's It's not guy? like I was trading him Jake okay. Reed. Here's, and also my point, Tim did it because he thought it would be funny. Bullshit. He, I said <laughs> I said the real reason. And I, I don't that. want your team to get better. Yes. That's not what it's for. Hey, let's focus on. The trade wasn't for you to get better. Let's and focus improve. on the funny reason because it proves my point. If you don't react like this, it's not funny. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, like, we're podcasting about it. We've done over a half hour on this, on a league that nobody knows what, you know, it's not like a public thing. It's a private fantasy football league. That's good, great radio this week. Nobody's listened at this point. That's why I'm glad we didn't start with it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we we still have business to get to. Do you um, listen to uh, Pardon My Take? Little bit. I just started on the one where they did the. Um, this is why we got kicked off of ESPN. That's the first oh, one. I so I've been listening to her a long time. So I was listening to like they have a first bit, then they have a guest, and then the last bit. I never listen to their guests. Well, I used to, but if at, the guest's good, you'll listen, right? Right. At the end of their guest, there was like, "So do you like play fantasy football? Like, how's your fantasy football team doing?" And then they'll like get the guy to like start talking about it, and they'd be like, "We don't care." <laughs> like immediately. That KFT so guy's funny. Uh, or Big Cat, I mean. PFT. There's PFT and Big Cat. Yeah, isn't Big Cat on Pardon My Take? Yeah. And I called him KFT, my bad. Well, there's PFT, though. Fuck, Barstool's confusing. And they're getting a serious XM station, so I, their might, own. I might stay on. Mine expires at the end of the year. I might just do it again. That's why I hate Barstool, because why? they're taking over my favorite serious station. What are they taking over? Rush 93. Never heard of it. 
Is that like a traffic station? Just traffic around the country. <laughs> that's, that's what it sounds like. Or they just play Rush. Yes. I would actually. <laughs> great point. No, I. They're yeah, they're taking over Rush, which is one of my like one of my favorite stations to listen to when it comes to like sports talk sort of stuff on Sirius. I like I like it better than you know they're they're more focused on combat sports, but they do a little bit of everything. That's like what uh, Cavino and Rich are on, and so. Well, it makes sense. Their brand is exploding, and, and it they, is. they probably would be more popular as for long as Sirius, they still have busted Sirius. open somewhere on the air. Um, I think that. Uh, Okay, so it takes me... I, I timed this out. It takes me approximately, no traffic, three minutes to get to work, and if there's traffic, four minutes. Okay? In Springfield. Yes. So, the other day, uh, this week, I turned on ESPN Radio, because I have it on a preset, and I, it's right next to the Comedy Central one. I, like, accidentally bumped ESPN. I'm like, you know, let's hear what, what happened last night. I didn't, you know, watch the Monday Night Game or anything like that. Um, turn it on. Full four minutes to get to work. Didn't hear a thing. It was commercial. It was still on. Go go home for lunch. All commercial. Go back from lunch. All commercial. Go home. All commercial. Is there ESPN radio or is it all ads? I can say yes. I haven't heard anything yet. I, yeah. Um, like K fans, your favorite radio station that you guys listen and to. And they're the same way. No, it's the same way. I, the, the, okay, it's, I have a thought about that they too. They do. They do forty-five minutes straight, and then do fifteen minutes of commercials. That's insane. I think. And okay, here's what I'm thinking. KFN is expanding like huge. They're yep, getting they're into out of Marshall, a or lot of, of markets, right? Yep. Okay, they have a huge following in those places. But that's because of podcasts. Do you think, because I'm not listening to the Power Trip Live on purpose because I know I'm going to podcast it in its entirety from 5.30 to all the way to the end, so I don't even listen to it while it's on. Even though I get in a truck at like 8.15 and I'll drive to Redwood, I could be listening to it live, but I choose to wait. Do you think that they're getting too big to the point where it's not going to work because the podcasts are that much more popular? Because I've always thought they should try to sell, I, like, Blue I, Apron ads on their podcast. Like, make some money on this. I personally think that you, Why are they, like... I think It's all free and there's no ads. They I, need, uh, they, they, I bet they get 40,000 downloads a day on the power trip. I bet, Why not throw a Blue Apron ad on there or an eHarmony ad or something? I would venture to guess that more people listen to it on iHeart than on the podcast, though. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because how do you listen to it? Uh, you're looking at combination of okay. three now. I do Apple Podcasts, like or everybody when it's not posted. Twitter's in a shit fit. Yeah, like, that's true. If they, I if I start listening after eight o'clock, I right. podcast the yeah. segments I want to listen to. Yeah. Do you um do you use the Apple Podcast like native one that's on your phone? Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't because it's tough to like. Get out of that. Like, anyone who listens to podcasts use the Apple one. They don't, like, they don't use Stitcher. They don't use Spreaker. They don't use iHeart, I don't think. Like, you don't listen to Joe Rogan on the iHeart app, even though he's on there. Why would you? Right, but I listen, like, I'll stream them live on iHeart. Yeah. Like, that's what I would do before, you know, before we had the local What happens affiliate. when you get that 10, 15-minute ad? It's different ads. They don't, they don't have the same ads. Um, that they do on the radio, it's like internet specific ones. Yeah. So they are making money in that. Like regard, you don't have the traffic report when you're listening to it on iHeart. Right, and if you're listening down here, it's a little bit different. They'll do like, like now farm I'm, reports down here versus yep. I ninety four is blocked. They'll say corn is up. 
NASDAQ and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, because now what I do is, I mean, I have I have the, the Worthington one, which is actually the same as the Metro. It's the 100.3, and then Marshall is 107.5. I've got them set as presets in my car now, and I mean, that's what I... I've listened to more... I can actually say I've listened to more daytime... Uh, like I shouldn't say daytime, but more. Uh, I've listened to more Paul Allen, more Common Man, and more Barrero. Yeah, I've actually snuck a little bit of Barrero, and I never used to have that because now I'll just have it on on the radio as right. opposed to because if I can hit the hit it uh, my radio, that is a little bit easier than. I'll say this: if I'm going across town, yes. But if I'm going to be driving for 10 minutes or more, I won't do it. I'll just say I'll just wait for the podcast. My general rule of thumb is that if if uh, if it's after eight o'clock. I'll wait till the podcast. If it's before 8 o'clock, I'll listen live. But Thank then you. I will always go back and podcast up to the point where I... You want one? I'm good. Okay. Wait, so you guys even listen to it and have, like, the boring guests on and stuff? I'm stupid and diehard, and I'm a completionist, and I've been listening to every episode that they've ever put on the podcast Of the Power Network Trip? Yeah, I, I listen like to all of it. Since, like, 2008. Since, like, Superstar was still there. Yeah. Every some of them are they're terrible. When I will not listen anymore when they fire one of them. It's they need all three to be there for it to be good. It's for some reason you you can have your favorite guy if it doesn't matter if they're not all three there. It's a god awful show. There's only one person that comes on that it, that kind of annoys me, but I I listen through it. And usually most I don't like all the charity stuff, which makes me a bad person. But when they're always promoting like promoting. It's so boring. Creasel like, come to this event that I'm not going to go to in the cities. Creasel annoys me. Yeah. Creasel like, sucks. Like, especially, like, post-divorce Creasel. On Twitter, for sure. Yeah. It's, ugh. It's like, uh, he's just flaunting his shit, and it's like, come on, dude. But, like, uh... I don't know what happened, but still, it's just annoying. I still listen to, to you know, I probably hear 90% of their stuff every, on a weekly basis. Can I tell you, is something recent going on with, uh... Meat Sauce and Fallon. They got divorced a long time ago. A long time ago, right? Just recently, Fallon has like had to like defend the divorce or something. No idea what you're talking about. No idea. About. She showed up on my Twitter feed, <laughs> and she was like, my husband's a great guy. My ex-husband's a great guy. Oh, yeah, I've seen that here and there, but... Oh, so they're trying to... Somebody accused of him of being the bad guy? Because I heard she was the bad guy. So something, like, came up or something. Yeah, I don't know. She's, like, flaunting around with it's some other dude. It's a fucking publicity stunt, that's what I think it That's was. what it was, yeah, for sure. And I, I almost tweeted that at Fallon, and I was like... Don't be that guy. Right. I called some fucker out that said on Twitter or on Instagram, um, Taylor Swift is coming to the bank. And it was from the bank's, uh, U.S. Bank's account. And this guy's like, "Um, what the fuck? Boot her ass out of there. And I click on his profile and he has like 10 followers and he has all selfies. And I just go, hey, dickhead, take another selfie. And I did it from the Pilsner podcast account. (laughs) And he goes... Fuck you, you fucking douchebag piece of shit, <laughs> cocksucker. Like, just full on. So I go, okay, here we go. And I write this long thing about how it's stupid to be a bully. It's stupid to be this. And this guy's like a veteran because he's got pictures of him, like, in the army. I'm like, we don't need more keyboard warriors and all that. Like, I said, I don't like the new Taylor Swift record. That doesn't mean other people can't like it. Also, why are you upset that something's going to bring a shitload of money to the state? Because she will sell that place the only, out. The only thing we can rightfully rip his is... Account. <laughs> the only thing we can rightfully rip and bully is Nickelback fans. That's fully warranted. And now Billy Corgan. What? Billy Corgan defended. Um, uh, listen to the new Joe Rogan. He defended like Nickelback on uh, 
Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. He's so, basically saying like, "Oh, Chad's a good songwriter." I mean, I can deal with that. I, mean, I no, thought you not. were. I like. I literally, when you said that, I thought you were gonna be like, like he defended Roy Moore. Like that's where I, I was like. But I mean, if he like defended Nickelback, I can overlook that. Yeah, they just went on a, like a. They must have been stoned or something because they went on this like Nickelback's not that bad. No, if you just want basic pop and rock records, just basic. Like he kept bringing that up. They're, they're good go tos. I'm like. The, okay, my problem. Do you know that Billy Corgan owns a professional wrestling organization? I feel like I've heard that, but no, I didn't know that. What's what's he owned? Like, well, he originally he st- he owned um, Evolve, I believe, was the first one he owned, and that was out of Chicago. That was like a, a it was like just starting to get big, and then he sold it, and then he became uh, president of the TNA that we talked about last week. Yep, and then. Uh, he tried to buy it and was kind of pushed out, and now he actually bought the NWA, which is mm-hmm. like historically like a big deal. You know, it's like the last twenty years it's been pretty irrelevant, but he'll bring it back. You think? He's I I, I want to say he has money, but does he? I mean, yeah, in the nineties he was huge. I guess they were selling shitloads of records, so yeah, he probably does. Yeah, he probably still has a big chunk of that, and he got the band back together. My wife's a big fan. I like I like the Smashing Pumpkins for sure. <laughs> um, Laura Jane Grace of Against Me tweeted out she was in Chicago and she posted a picture of a smashed up pumpkin. She goes, "Ugh, you're so literal, Chicago." And that's all she said. It was just a picture of a destroyed pumpkin. <laughs> Apparently, Chrissy thinks that's funny. <laughs> have you seen like um, like the Smart Studio story? No. Yes, you have. I told okay. I can't. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, a documentary. It would uh, that um, I th- it in Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. yeah, recording studio. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's really good. Um, I was pondering putting a mic up there actually that you can turn on and off. Uh, I got like all these extra mics over here. I was like in the little tabletop stand. The last thing we need is for her to have a microphone. It'd right? be dangerous. It would be off most of the time, and it would say, "Turn your mic on." <laughs> Use your microphone voice. <laughs> okay. Um. So you're still pissed off at Corey, and no, it all got resolved. And the Warp Tour is Corey, ending in 2018. Corey did the so right thing. Resume. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I traded all the players back to Bobby, and then reproposed the trade to Bobby. And he's like, "Why are we going to repropose it if they're just going to veto it?" And I'm like, because Tim grew a conscience. And I said, well, that's fine. I said, no, Tim, I, Tim didn't think it was funny the second time. He only thought it was funny the first time. I said, you go to work and you're dealing with customers and in your pocket is, z- 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 I, z- I'm like, am I getting a call? Like, is this Megan 911? It's <laughs> nope. Literally 19 <laughs> messages. Oh, 20. <laughs> Rolling in. You're like, this is, oops, my bad. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but like. It's, you're not on any group text? Like, you don't have a group text with, like, your buddies? Not really. No. I I get, like, ten texts a week outside of showing stuff. Really? It's just me and Megan. Hey, can you get chips? Yeah. Here's a picture of Rory. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm on, I'm on, like... Technically, I'm on a few group texts. You gotta have, friend, a, you gotta have friends. You gotta have friends to get the group text thing going, and I just... Yeah. I mean, you Who can, has the time? Like, I mean, I have the one that's, like... <laughs> Me and Andy and Bobby and Chrissy. Well, that's technically a group text, but we don't like text every day in there. Right. Um, 
I got what I just call the group text. The group text. Which is like I called it when the one I was just in, the group sext. Yep, the group sext. <laughs> do we want to do some NFL picks this week? Yeah. Um, next week, I think. By, think towards the end of the season. Nobody's listening at this point. Let's do her. We're going to get risky and not hey, even save this. You got to like do something from last week. I thought you were going to eat some nuts. I'm going to do that Wednesday. I actually I came up. Why not do that Wednesday night? Okay. Is that the one chip? No, uh, the one chip is on Supreme fire. on Extreme back order, so I'd have no idea when it's what'll. When Wait, did you it. order it directly from their website? Yeah. So that's funny because they go, it's not on back order, it's on Extreme back order. <laughs> <laughs> because like you can go on eBay and find it, but people want like hundred and forty dollars for one chip, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Did you see the Cards Against Humanity thing? Fifteen dollars gets you a, a plot. Uh, did you see what they were doing? The publicity stunt. Yeah, but did you see what they were doing? They bought yes. a lot. They bought land to like prevent the wall from going up. I tried to get that for my wife for Christmas, but it was sold out already. Really? Yeah. I uh, I pled- I thought that was the fucking stupidest thing. No, it's great. It's funny. I pledged In- money to take back craft, where they're gonna buy. They're gonna buy InBev. See, every time you keep but bringing they- up craft and all that stuff, I keep thinking like. Craft cheese. Yeah, that's what I thought at first, too. The, when you first brought that up tonight, craft, I'm like, ugh, cheesy beer? Gross. <laughs> that's right. Cheesy beer. Okay, okay, but pick up your abrasive cam and, like, turn it to... Turn your, it to page four. Your, your right, I guess. I'm going left. Where uh, do you want me to go? We're looking at the Independent Brewers Association? Yeah. What about it? So that's, like, a new thing that they're doing... I see that. Because Budweiser and the like is buying up all craft these craft breweries. Goose was, Island is, yeah. Goose Island is nothing. And there's, I mean, there's other ones like Ten Barrel. And this is my biggest pet peeve. Ten Barrel, like Golden Road. Um, I can't name them all. Bells. Do you, do you want to know what my biggest no, pet Bells peeve is? is? Bells is independent. Indep- they are yet? Okay. I do. What's your biggest pet peeve? When people tell me what their pet peeve is. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I'm not going to stop talking about mine. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> I wish I, I'm going to make a momentum slower button. Anyway, yeah, so a lot of these quote-unquote craft breweries so, are owned by InBev now. Yes, exactly. And that was the whole point of this. it's bullshit. There's Why? A- who cares? As long as the product is good, who gives a shit? Ah, uh, we're... we're the the money where's the money going? Tim, who, who gives Tim, a shit? Tim, I, to, I give a shit. Go to takebackcraft.com and read about it, and then you'll. And, and I give a complete shit. Because the problem is, is that InBev then is one is one complete shit. InBev is is they're not only buying the buying these craft breweries, they're also like buying the the vendors of the hops and the stuff like that. So yeah. they're making it harder and more difficult for companies like Surly to to get the hops and be able to produce great beers for us. They're trying to take over and control the market, um, and not only through that, but through like distribution. Let's say through Clay's, and I have seen some of them in Clay's or smaller liquor stores. And they're like, let's get in there and we can you your your customers they want some of these like craft beers, you know, like you know. that stupid fucking voice, yeah. Yep, that's how they the distributors talk. I know. Yeah, let's get, get you some craft beers, let's get you some of these craft beers. Not like the authentic craft beers. Right. Yeah, like they were you know, We're getting a little kickback from these guys. Exactly. And distributors fucking control everything. I'm uh, starting a group text with you, too, just so I can send you this link. 
of the, the take back craft. I'm gonna thing. send nudes back. That's fine. I'll love it. So anyway, this this take back craft, they're trying to raise and it's tongue in cheek. They're trying to raise two hundred and thirteen billion dollars so they can buy in buy the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> billion so, with a B? B. What so I'm not. So no, you can I'm tapped out because of the hurricanes. <laughs> so And it's not for sale. That's the bit, Andy. It's it's a I understand it. They so, got a nice website, but it, it but it, like. but it's a sub. I mean, there. This is that's where this logo comes from. Is is it's right there on their website. If it's if it's real enough for Surly to put it on, Surly wouldn't just put anything on their can. So it's you gotta can, be worth something. So you can pledge certain amounts and get swag. So you know, if you pledge a thousand dollars, they'll send you like T-shirts and and stuff. But the the, the bit is that they're never gonna actually collect the money because they're never you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in forty years you might get a bill from these guys like, oh, we finally hit two hundred thirteen billion dollars. You but your card is expired. <laughs> your card is expired, right? Um, the only, but oh, but man. they lay out. There's some good videos on here. I mean, I spent an hour on here one night reading, kind of the the whole format of, of how, what InBev is doing and how they're basically trying to monopolize the entire beer industry by just buying up everybody and having control of of the from every aspect of from it from every aspect of it from vendors to to distributors to homebrewers homebrewers everything yeah so if you're if you're really into to beer and craft beer it's it's a good read for you so and I urge you to pledge. I got I I pledged and got my swag pack in the mail the other day. I got a sticker. What did it cost you? I think I did like the the ten dollar pledge. Did it actually cost you ten dollars? No, they don't collect until. So they these hit. guys, so the brewing companies got together and said, "Let's just print up some merch and make this thing a thing." Right. Okay. You know they don't. It, it's it's like uh, GoFundMe. They don't actually collect the money from you unless they hit their goal. Oh, like Kickstarter does. Right, man. I'm pissed. I missed out on one Kickstarter, and I haven't been able to find it since. Um, somebody wanted to print these T-shirts, and they were successful, but I haven't seen them since. It was a green T-shirt, and just in white letters, it said, Legalize Gay Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a Kickstarter for that. And they got them printed, and I like I Googled it, and I couldn't find I missed the Kickstarter. I'm like, yeah, I can't find these shirts anywhere. <laughs> they make them on mugs you can buy. I'm like, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> Wait, aren't you a graphic designer? I'm not doing that. I'm not ripping somebody <laughs> off. Having the one that's like a little Ooh, bit integrity. A little bit now we have integrity. Yeah, <laughs> not in fantasy football, but in t-shirt printing. No, I'm not a graphic designer. I'm a lumberyard guy. <laughs> uh, by degree, by trade. Oh, yeah, whatever. Well, by trade, he's uh, by trade. I'm a lumberyard guy. He's a lumberyard guy. Whatever. What the, do we call it by when someone has a degree in something? But by a, his training. A, gra- a failure if they're working in a different. <laughs> hey, you're using. I was your a stay-at-home son failure. for almost 24 years. <laughs> your, your graphic design skills are being used to promote this wonderful podcast. Yeah, I put them letters together. Good job. <laughs> because we know that our stuff we're talking about tonight ain't doing it. Uh, let's do some NFL picks, huh? NFL picks. <laughs> I could do all of that. And just sit down here and make those buttons, and I just don't. I don't know what the deal is. Well, it's because you're busy working at the lumberyard. <laughs> uh, Doing lumberyard things. I think when we started, we started with the beer, and immediately Corey was like, how about we go into the picks? I think I've brought up the picks like five times. I know. Because like we were... The we, tangents are what we're known for. The last few weeks, we've been doing the picks early and getting them out of the way. 
I know, and that's been killing momentum. Uh, Holy we'll, smokes. We gotta wait. <laughs> that, there we go. Common denominator. <laughs> Let's stay on the air. Andy might have the mini spits. I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, he's just getting another beer. Oh. We got uh, Chrissy up here in the studio audience. Chrissy, how are you doing today? Say your name. <laughs> Say your name and where you're from. We got Chrissy. Say your name. Where are you from? Shut up. I'm Chrissy. I'm from Sanborn. <laughs> really? Uh, what's it like in Sanborn, Chrissy? I hate it. It smells like farming. How's the shopping in Sanborn? Chrissy's been complaining about the... Amazon reaches us. Yeah. Where, what are you shopping for, Chrissy? Clothes. What kind of clothes? Yeah, Chrissy bought some clothes from China today. We've all done it. I bought a knockoff replacements t-shirt that I bought in XL. It's like maybe a men's small. I put it on. I was so disappointed. I found, I ordered something from China once. I mean, I didn't know it was coming from China, but it, like when you get in the postage return or postage, the return address is in Chinese. You're like, yep. oh boy. You just have like, oh, this is going to be garbage. Everything. I buy a lot of things from China only because I don't need them right away because it takes like a month to get I was going to say, or if it takes like six weeks to get there, then you know it's coming from China. But the cables, like a shitload of these cables came from China and I got them for like 10 cents Yeah, for free. And then you just wait like a couple months and they show up. That that I don't care about. I ordered a shirt that came there one time, and like width wise, it was like a double XL, <laughs> and lengthwise, it was a small. The like, way you're doing this, it was like crop top. The way you were doing this made me think it was actually like a sixty inch wide T shirt. Your arms were so wide; it was like this wide, but it was this tall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see this shirt. It's really good. it's a nice shirt scarf. It's like buying shirts at do- or it's like buying socks at the Dollar General. Don't knock it. I don't, but... Look at my feet. <laughs> Is one sock, like, six inches longer than the other one? <laughs> no, I mean, they just don't last a long time. That's right. All. They last about I mean, ten it's, it's, just, it's the stuff that doesn't pass, like, quality inspections. Right, you, but you buy them because you're going to wear them just to work. Right. That's your work Like, I bought pair. t-shirts there one time, and, like... I mean, I had a different type of work. And it had two neck white holes in and blue. It had know? two neck holes in one sleeve hole. <laughs> I thought this is a little ridiculous. All right, let's get these picks out of the way. Are He's you back. sure? Does anyone need to go and use the bathroom or anything? Or hey, I'm fucking good. All man. right. So you lost the picks last week, Tim. Finally. And uh, next week, next Wednesday, I will be eating a big old bowl of Hellfire salsa, which yes. I will show you uh, tonight off air. It's got um, three of the world's top three hottest peppers in it. Awesome. It is really hot. I've had it already. It sucks. Great. And I've had it in very small amounts. What are we going to do this week for our loser in the picks? Uh, any ideas from anyone? Raise your hand if you're in the audience. Hello, Rory? No? Okay. I like the I like the making the loser watch something. Like, <sighs> yeah. like, I still think that we should have the loser has to watch Drumline 2 one week. Not doing it. Not doing it. You refuse to do You're that. You're not willing to even like risk it. I'm not even gonna risk that one. No. Um. We'll do. Like, uh, you might not have to do it. Yeah, but Corey actually liked the first drumline, so this would be sort of fun for him because he's at least <laughs> a little bit curious about what happens in drumline two. Yeah, but I mean, there was Caddyshack and Caddyshack two. Caddyshack two is fucking dog shit. Exactly. My parents bought me that DVD for Christmas one year. I'm like, that's not the one I asked for. <laughs> It was so bad. How crazy is it that there's like 
a me a gif out there from Call Wilderness yeah, now too. I know, I know. And that guy from the Reds was tweeting with us. <laughs> <He's> like, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, terrible, terrible movies, I think, would be in the kids' movie realm. Like, you have to explain to me what, like, um, MVP, Most Valuable Primate, that's like the basketball-playing chimpanzee. It's like the basket. It's like the monkey version of Air Bud. Yeah, it actually was in the same franchise. It might have been a snowboarder or a skateboarder. Interesting. Uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, that sounds great, too. You know, things like that are on Netflix. That sounds fair. Okay, so, so let's say the loser has to watch a kid's movie of the winner's choice, so you can dig a little bit. And it sounds, has to at least be available to rent on ooh, Amazon. I got some good... Uh, can we... Is it like... Is YouTube eligible? Yeah. I got some weird shit that kids like on YouTube that is terrible. Okay. Great. If you come back Wednesday... <laughs> if you come back Wednesday... I'm concerned. I don't know what it's called. It's like green people. I don't fucking know. It's weird as shit. He's gonna have to go home and ask Millie. What Kids it is. fucking love it. Bucks at Bucks at the Dolphins. I'll take Tampa Bay. I'm taking the Dolphins. Dolphins. Fins up. Fins up. Fins up. Uh, Lions at the Bears. <laughs> go ahead. Write it down. Bears. <laughs> no. 500 coasters on this table, and you pick the one spot. Bears. Interesting. Cardinals at the Texans. That's an interesting matchup. Who is the Texans? Drew Stanton is the quarterback for the Cardinals. Tom, we, Tom Savage is the quarterback for the Texans. Have we figured out who the quarterback for the 49ers is yet? Well, it's Jimmy Garoppolo going forward. Is it? But I seen who their quarterback was, and I'd never heard of him. I seen it. Did you seen it? <laughs> seen it. <laughs> I'm taking the Texans. I'll take the other squad. Arizona Cardinals. Redskins go to New Orleans to take on the Saints. We'll take the Saints. We'll all take the Saints. Anybody ever been to New Orleans? Fuck no. That sounds like a dirty town. Redskins. You're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. Uh, You're like Bengals guy. at the Broncos. Two terrible teams. Wow. Broncos. I also took the Broncos. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Eagles at Cowboys. I'm assuming we're all taking the Eagles. Yeah, there. I'll take the Eagles. Wow. You guys. Yeah, I got to go Eagles. <laughs> Want to be an Eagle, baby. Uh, Jaguars at the Browns <laughs> is uh w- doesn't matter. It's the Jaguars. That's true. <laughs> Whatever your question was, it doesn't I'm matter. I'm taking the Jags. What do we have to do if I lose? You're gonna have to watch like two hours of like kids TV or movies. I think movie one movie would be fine. Has to be at least an hour and ten minutes of a movie long movie. Jaguars, and then you got to report back on it. What if it's like really TV for two year olds and it's like Bob the Builder? <laughs> there was too many metaphors for me. <laughs> Parts of it I didn't get. Ravens at the Packers. Oh my god, those are two bad teams too. I'm gonna take the Packers. Yeah, they did just win this week, didn't they? <laughs> I'll take the Packers. And Papa John's blames like people kneeling on. 
He but, retracted that now. No, he retracted that. These teams fucking suck, dude. Ravens are going to win that game. Ray, let's save that one. Let's do the Chiefs at the Giants. I don't think anyone's picking the Giants, are they? No. Bills at the Chargers. Bills just fired Tyrod Taylor. Benched him, yeah. Yeah. What a fucking crazy move. Right. I thought that too. After like just trading for like Kelvin Benjamin. It's like they made a move. It's insane. At the whole everyone, the internet, everyone is like, what? Mm -hmm. Everyone is like, what? Except for the 0.1% of people that own him in fantasy football. And that own that new guy. People are like, oh, Tyrod gave up like 400 yards rushing last week. Oh, must bench him. Because who's the new starting quarterback then? It's a know. rookie. Oh, it's um, uh, Luke Olson is his name. It's not his name. Yeah, that is. And guarantee is not his name. Anyway, uh, Bills at Chargers. I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, Bills. there's something we don't know. I'll take the Bills, too. Bills at Chargers? Yeah. They're crazy. It's the fucking Chargers are going to win. Chargers are no good, too, even though they're my favorite AFC team. Uh, Patriots at the Raiders. No, it's not. It's in Mexico. That's a Mexico City game. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay, but, but I mean, at the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Raiders. I'll still take the Patriots, even though I think it's going to be a big Raiders home game, you know? There's going to be more... Ra- Oh, I just hope there's no laser pointers I'm gonna this week. I'm going to take the Patriots again. This year. Patriots going to win that Do you remember game. that? The laser pointer debacle in Mexico? Yeah. Vaguely. Keep that away from... Oh yeah, they were putting them in the quarterback's eyes. A green laser pointer. Yeah. Was showing up on camera even. Uh, Falcons at the Seahawks. Seahawks, please. Is that in Mexico too? No. Okay. I just I just wanted to be fair so you knew. <laughs> Who did you take? Seahawks. I You don't care about my pick? We know I'm you getting took. to you. I think it's time for you to pick. <laughs> That's what he was saying. <laughs> Are you going to the mall later? Are you going to the mall later? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's one thing you said. I searched in the depths of the Yahoo League. I go, arr, mateys. It was in the depths of the <laughs> Yahoo <laughs> Well, it was. I had to, like... It's just the way you said that. You're in that stupid group text where everyone who knows, he goes, I was searching in the depths of the Yahoo League settings, and my response was, arg, I was in the depths of the sea, too, mateys. Well, I wanted... I, I, I put that I so like, you guys would understand you stupid fucks. <laughs> that it wasn't like something that it was just like, oh, it's right there. How do you know this? Like I had to like click on like the little question mark up by the thing to like and get into the small print and read like. My favorite part of that whole text was when I said, you, you said something to like join everybody's little riff about search engines. And I go, Corey, that's stupid. You should feel stupid. And you were like, oh, geez, Tim, that's fucking aggressive, dude. I'm like, <sighs> Really? <laughs> that's he why was did. acting like a petulant two-year-old. I know. That's why I was like, really? Because this is how we're going to end this. Everyone's going to be like, who is this random number talking this weird nonsense about Sarcastica and Good Times Roman? But when I say that's aggressive, <laughs> I say that with a joke, though, too. Like, that's a stupid thing. About- that's why we need fonts. That's exactly. why there needs to be text fonts. Exactly. Like, 
<laughs> I knew that you were, but I was. That's why I was like, "That's aggressive." Like I didn't know that for sure because yeah. I thought you were pissed. No, that's I, what I'm saying. Like ninety percent of the stuff I said in that group text, I wasn't pissed. But you then were Andy's so like, pissed. But then Andy's like, "You're a petulant child." And, and then he got pissed. And then Chad and Trap are sitting in New Orleans laughing together, and I'm laughing or I'm reading. I think somebody, Andy was somebody the only actually says, like, God damn, shaking my head, Corey. This is ridiculous to like, you. I think Andy was the only one that was actually really mad. I honor fantasy football. <laughs> I play with honor. Well, get, get through the picks. Come on. Do we? <laughs> are you taking the Falcons or the Seahawks, Andy? Fucking, uh, where's the game at? It's in Seattle. It's not in Mexico City. Oh, what did you guys pick? I took the Falcons. He took the Seahawks. Seahawks. Co-commissioners. Uh, okay, Rams at Vikings. What do you got? I'll take the Vikes. Skull. Uh, dilly dilly. I'm going to take the... Minnesota Vikings. Better than the Alexandria Vikings. Wait, what's the name of Steve? The Bills quarterback that I really don't know. Nobody knows. It's nobody in the world knows. I just said it before. It's Mike Hurley. Mike Hurley. No, you didn't. It was, was something Olson. You said something Olson. <laughs> <laughs> you are so good at that. <laughs> it's Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> I mean Joey Tribbiani's a great skater. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's, he's not far off. Friends. He's not far off with like New York sitcom characters. Peterman's his last name. I was gonna say it's like a white guy's name. Nathan Peterman. Right. It sounds like it could be a guy from like One Tree Hill. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I am going to take the Rams to beat the Vikings. But. I'm going to say right now that next week, if the, if the Vikings win that game, I will come on this podcast and issue a formal apology for my doubting the Vikings and their skills. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. We'll have this shit up Thursday. Then we'll be think, talking about a Thursday Vikings game against the Lions. Which, uh, we'll get to that. It's over. Yeah, well, it depends on how we do against the Rams, in my opinion. I'm so up and I'm so nervous about Thursday. Next Thursday. They haven't this will be the first good team they've played since they played the Saints. The first team with an above five hundred record since they played the Saints. I just feel like it's always like we're so close and then it's <gasps> Oh no. Never. You're never gonna have what you want. Like with the watching the Vikings. Which you know, Minnesota Vikings? franchise is the f- ne- first one or the next one to win a world championship? Wild. I think it's a wild. Wild have been awful this year. They've been on. They're a, not even. They've been on a tear the last ten ten game. The road trip they just went on, like the last five games. Yeah, you don't need to but be they're good still right not now. It's a long season. You don't need to be good right now. But they're still not even in the playoffs. Will That's the Twins open their pocketbook though and actually step up on pitching? You they, don't yeah. understand how payroll works. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, I get a, I get a paycheck there, every week. I think. Like, you know. There's no there's no salary cap, and I think that's what he was implying. There's no salary cap in baseball. I mean, the, the team can go out and spend whatever they want. Right, so why don't they fucking get some good guys in there? Like, it seems simple enough. Go spend some money and buy the extra. Because the good guys go for 
a billion dollars. So why don't we spend a billion dollars, Andrew? <laughs> it seems simple enough. And then we win the World Series. They make their money back in merch. Good investment. Way to go. That's not how the World Series winners win. You're right. Kate Upton's never going to marry our pitcher. The Astros just won with homegrown talent. Guys that they brought up through their minor league system, with the exception of like one or two guys. Obviously, they traded for Verlander. Uh, they, you know. Yes, you get the fucking Verlanders and spend the money on the Verlanders when you fucking go for it. You don't do it like pre, because you don't know pre. In the moment when it's happening, you're like, fuck, we got it. So, who do you want the Twins to get for a, a pitcher? Like of the big names, if yeah, that's go in and, the league right now. That I, if they're going to go know. out and get a starting pitcher like this year's offseason, who do, do you want? No one. You don't want any of them. Even I'm Paul Molitor said on the power trip that they need to step up their pitching. I want. Oh, we do. But I want them to wait until like the fucking trade deadline, and then fucking go. You don't want to see them go out and get Jake Arrieta or Hugh Darvish now in the offseason. I mean, I mean it, sure, the yeah. hot talk is that they're going is that they're going after Darvish hard. You you think you Darvish is coming here? Why wouldn't he? Oh I mean, I'll tell you exactly why. Okay, tell me why. Because it's cold if, in Minnesota. If you look at the um, comments from oh, we're also trying to sign the the Japanese guy who's like and he's gonna suck because Minnesota players can't or Minnesota can't sign Asian players. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, Darvish is he's he, I don't know. Is he Japanese? Yes, Korean? He is. He's Japanese. I, I don't know what he is. Like he sucks. Well, look look at our luck with those people. Those kind of people, Corey. So you think you good luck with those kind of people playing baseball for the Minnesota Twins? You you think the front office is gonna look at internet comments and be like? Oh, the fans don't want you, Darvish, because he's Asian. No, of course not. But we're not... Minnesota is progressive as fuck, especially in the cities area. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and those are definitely the commenters that I see online. They're all Metro people. (laughs) Are they Cornfield people? Oh, they're definitely Cornfield people. (laughs) They're most likely... They're more like... uh, um, ice arena people like ice hockey. Like uh, we got I gave nine. it a we nine. Got, I gave abrasive a nine. <laughs> Good stuff, folks. I'd still like to know why Andy thinks that you Darvish would not sign here. You're joking. A, the fucking fan base would be like, oh, you fucking Korean or you Jap. I don't know what you are, but let's go for it. And two? And two, we don't have the money to fucking pay for him. Well, I mean, we do. They just want to open up their pocketbooks, right? Polad pocket protector? Polad could have whatever. He's too interested in a soccer team? I don't think he was in soccer. Him and Glenn Taylor. So, do. so uh, you don't think that yeah, it's do. not that you Darvish wouldn't want to play here. You think that the front office isn't going to get him because the because the fan base wouldn't accept him because they've it, had terrible luck with Asian players in the past. 
Didn't we get that guy that scored a shitload of home runs in Chinatown or whatever league he was playing in? Byung-ho Park? Yeah. There you go. Exactly, Chinatown. He's fucking Korean. I think he was Japanese. He was Korean. Suzuki, or, uh... Izuki Suzuki. Yoshi was, uh, was Japanese. And Bowser was in Mario. Are we going to have a fucking, like, bunch of, like, white guys sit around and talk about, like... Asian people? Far East, like... We love Asian food. Yeah, I want you, Darvish. Let's sign him. Let's sign him. Problem is, the front office is smart enough to not sign you, Darvish, to a career where you're going to get two good years out of him and seven shitty years. So, Joe Mauer-esque. Hush your mouth, dude. Hush your fucking mouth. Like, Joe Mauer... What year, what year in Joe Mauer's contract are we in? I feel like it's 15 or this 20. This was the end of the ninth year. Or no, and this was the end of the eighth year. Sure, let's call it that. I don't even know if that's true. He's, got, he's a free agent after this next upcoming season. He fucking batted like 320 this year. Like, what the fuck are you what talking about? What happened in the last four years before that? He had a traumatic brain injury. Is that what it was? It was. Concussions, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. How much are we paying him for four twenty Shitty years of 20, production? Twenty six million dollars a year. He's got to be the highest paid twin, right? Oh yeah. So what yeah, the fuck? And like, he had four terrible years. I bet. I, I know twenty ten he won, but coming off and, of where he was at in his career when he when they signed him to that contract, it wasn't a dumb contract. Unless you're Tony Iverson, right, then you think he it's win, a dumb contract. Didn't he win like uh, fucking like league MVP for like or something? He yeah, won, he was the MVP like two years Silver in a row. Slugger, though. Hit 28 home runs. Didn't he hit it like two years in a row? No, like oh nine and ten? No, just no, one. Just one. Okay, well he made the cover of the show oh nine and ten. I know that he's like the only player to be on it twice in a row because that's how good he was. He was good, and that's why he he got a ten year, two hundred sixty million dollar contract. Yeah, and, and yeah, that, sometimes that's what contracts saying. don't work out. Uh, Is that all guaranteed? Giancarlo Gian, Gian, Gian Stanton from the Marlins has a contract through 2029. And Bartolo Colon wants to pitch next year. Bring him back. <laughs> I'm joking about bringing him back, by the way. I don't want to see him back in a Twins I do. I would watch Twins baseball if he started in the first game. So what are your feelings on Jake Arrieta then, Andy? It's, uh, he's going to get more money than he's worth. You think he's, but you think you think that the market, he's just going to get overpaid because somebody's going to want him that badly? Yes. Fair enough. I can understand that. And so, and you don't want the Twins to be that team. Right. I can, I can understand that. But I don't... Here's what I hate. Like, if we did go out and make a big free agent signing like Jake Arrieta or you Darvish... It'd be big. You know, It's they're going to get paid like 25 a year. More than Joe's contract per, per year. Um, we also just signed uh, Phil Hughes to an extension. After we had him very recently priced for an extension for three more years, Phil Hughes is on our books for two more years. Yep. For but, uh, 15 years. He can come back and pitch next year. It's just a matter of how productive is he's going to be, and can he stay healthy. You think you think that's going to happen? Do I think he's going to come back and pitch next year? Right. If he's healthy, I mean, it's 
Like I said, it's going to matter of, of... Here's what Terry Ryan used to do. is like, mm, I'll take a gamble on you. Like, you could be good, but, like, you could be bad. Like Ryan Dumit. Oh, I mean, Dumit, Hughes, Suzuki. It's like... Uh, Puto, Lou Ford. No, give me, give me a second here. They went through all these fucking dudes. Put up career years for us. And it's like, oh, we'll sign you up for five more years. You put up one good year for us? You're in. You're in. Let's go. And then, like, next year's like, oh, I'm injured. I'm, so- I'm sorry, Terry. Traumatic brain injury. End this. End this soon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 14 of the Pilsner Podcast. Please come back next week. We will have an early episode, a Thanksgiving-themed episode. Where we will not sample beers. We will be sampling full-on different turkeys that our wives will be making for us. A full turkey. Four different turkeys. Chrissy's making a turducken. We, <laughs> we will be eating turducken. <laughs> <laughs> Please come back next week. We will see you guys. Find Peace us on out. social media and tell your friends about us. Even. At, at T. Hillis, I'm at Andrew Jacoby, at Corey Jensen, at Pilsner Podcast on all the social medias. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening. Anyone who ever had a heart Wouldn't turn around and break it And anyone who's ever played a part